Dork Tales proudly presents Dungeons and Dragons The Reign of Emrys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Reign of Emrys here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly. I use he and him, and I am very excited to be here tonight because today we are concluding a two-week-long cliffhanger uh, that happened before uh, Christine and I went on a little break from streaming for a week. Uh, so, really happy to be here tonight. Hope you're going to enjoy this. If this is your first time with Reign of Emrys, this is a homebrew setting that's set in a country of mechanical technological fusion, where magic is bent to the whim of technology and the empire known as Emrys stretches across the known land of the southern continents, seeking dominance to gain its rightful place as the, well, eminent power of this region, and perhaps the world eventually. The characters are a group of uh, disparate allies brought together in the service of the Empire who are sent on a quest across the continent to perform various tasks, which we will be discussing in just a moment. But in the meanwhile, I think we should say hello to our cast. Uh, let's start with... Mm, hello, Caitlin. Hello, my name is Caitlin. Um, I'm playing Telfrin Pridery, uh, the human barbarian of wild magic. Um, I'm I so, use... so pleased. <laughs> I'm so happy to. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and he uses he, him pronouns. Let's see where we go. All right. Hello, Mike. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and I use they, them pronouns. And tonight I am playing Veratrix Soulstar. She is our lovely little halfling artificer, arterialist. And she has a little flying mechanical rabbit named Crux. Nice. Hello, Amy. Hi, I'm Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And I will be playing Leden and Merov today, the ASMR cleric of the grave. Nice. And, uh, she's a little stressed out by what's going on right now. And hello, Christine. Hello, I'm Christine, and I'm playing my. I go by she/her pronouns, and I am playing Claudette Belmont, our human noble um, wizard blade singer. Nice. And finally, last but not least, hello, Robin. Hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I go by she/they pronouns, and I am playing Ivy, the uh, tiefling blood hunter, who goes by uh, she her pronouns and i'm looking forward to this game it's been so long two it, weeks is, is too long it was a cliffhanger it was a cliffhanger <laughs> i just have to put one thing in the chat real quick and then we can begin uh so and that is i'm trying to remember what your uncle's name is because i can't find that note oh claudette's claudette's uncle yeah oh virgil oh, nice yeah I was just gonna say. I'm like, I, I literally took down. notes. I have I have a page of notes of who's who in Claudette's family, because I should know that. I have a very fancy notebook and I've added tabs. Alright. Ooh, fancy. Mm, let's do that. There we go. Someone asked for a poll, so I gave them a poll. Okay, so, and then Amy, you're off in the corner. I'm just going to adjust you real quick. Boop. Wait, no, you're cool. over. So. Yeah, you were, I, don't, you were, I don't know how. You, you were fine, and then you left the frame, I think, to go get some water. 
Maybe, but you also don't have my entire frame like centered on like my green screen, so. I don't. There we go. All right. So. By that. Mm. Okay. Ivy zoomed. Zoom, zoom. Uh, okay. Boop, boop. All right. So, you know what? It's really good to be back here on Reign of Emerys. Uh, if you are tuning in for the first time, the characters have traveled across the continent and have gone to the um, the city of Terranel. Uh, inside of the province of Terrania, to meet with various forces. Um, Vary has been hired to go and recalibrate the uh, the Imperial Coastal Telescope. Uh, Ivy has been hired to head down to the small town of Cordust to hunt down a rogue uh, Imperial alchemist or scientist, still up in the air. And uh, Talfrin's along for the ride, and so is his sidekick, Dirk. Uh, and Claudette and Leoden have been uh, sent to meet with a Imperial Magus known as Magus Lankea Quarto. And I have another Hurt the More. Okay, this is going to be rough. Last time on Reign of Emery's, though, the characters split up. Very Ivy, and... Dirk traveled through the um, the merchant district, trying to acquire what they could for the journey ahead. Uh, some items, a gun, as well as uh, some new blades for Ivy. And as they were returning, they encountered someone who they'd met on the train. A half-orc who had been in disguise as a human named Zeet Calder. Earlier that day, they'd encountered Zeet as well and seen a wanted poster that sure looked like it might be his. Zeet said that he was in town, looking for someone. He found them, and the party witnessed a gun battle happening in the middle of the merchant district. Not much of a battle, though, because as it raised to a fever pitch, and two hands hovered above tremendous six-shooters, I believe it was Ivy tried to interrupt the fight, at which point, at which point the uh, the other combatant tried to draw and fire on Zeet, only to end up with a bullet in the neck. With the battle, well, over before it even began, Zeet claimed her gun and headed off with uh, the three of you in tow. Meanwhile, however. Over at, uh, over at the, um, over at the center of government inside of town, the, um, the other three of you, Talfrin, Claudette, and Leiden, went to meet with Magus Quarto, delivering a letter from Claudette's uncle, Virgil Maravik. Now, Lord Maravik entrusted Claudette with this very important message, which is why it's somehow strange that when you presented it to Quarto, a strange look befell her face that you were able to notice. A darkness passed across her eyes as she flicked her gaze up at Talfrin, recognizing something through his disguise. She set the letter alight, where it still smolders as it begins to float to the ground, and then called out to Talfrin. 
calling him a slave, and evoking the slave runes branded in his throat to incapacitate him. Claiming that you had brought a treasonous, <laughs> escaped mongrel into her midst, she began to rise to admonish you. But before she could, the stained glass windows that echoed, the, that, that flanked this room, exploded inward, and a man with long black hair and a goatee and mustache, with angel wings, growing out of the center of his back, several sets of them, smashes through the window, covered in bits of blood and scars. He raises up and says, Dr. Oker sends her regards. This ends here. Now, Quarto. And that is where we ended last game, and where we will begin right now. I would really love it if I could get an initiative roll off of everyone. Okay, Quarto did not roll as well as she could have. Okay. And let's do that. All right, did anybody get above 15 in the room? Just sorry, just one minute. I usually don't use this and I'm just a little bit. <sighs> I've thrown mine in the Zoom chat. Sounds Same. good. Okay. Absolutely not. All right, and what did you... Have you had a chance to roll, Talfrin? Yeah. 13? Okay. Yeah. All right, so we are looking at... Uh, that is going to be uh, starting off with Claudette going down to Leiden. Then this angel person. Then Talfrin. Uh, then it is going to be Magus... Quarto. Uh, however, before this begins, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a quick side rule. Um, real quick, and can I get everybody to roll me a wisdom save to not be shocked by this action? I got an eighteen. Eighteen. All I right. rolled a one, but it adds up to an eight with my save. Okay. Uh, so you will only be able to take a partial action this turn. Fifteen. Fifteen? So you'll be able to do one action, basically. It's not quite okay. a surprise, but you're going to be stunned by this because you're not used to combat. Not like this anyway. All right. The window explodes inwards, and suddenly this figure raises a sword that ignites with a fiery shimmer. A haze begins to burn across the blade. This ends here, Cordo. And he prepares to attack. Claudette, what do you do? Um, okay, so he's come out from the window closest to her? Uh, he is coming from the north window. She is at the the far end of oh, the I table. Oh, I see where. Okay, sorry, I see where. So... There's a large circular table in the center of the room. You have entered from the western door. She is basically at the far east of the room, and he has smashed in from the north, kind of putting him closer to you than to her. I would say that he's about 20 feet north of you and about 30 feet to the northeast of her across the room. It's quite a large room. Okay. Um... 
can I, um, okay, so for, I just want to try and, what is she kind of like first noticing about how the mage looks? Do, do they look really upset, frustrated, angry, She looks scared? shocked, actually. She looks very shocked and a little bit nervous. You can see that she's reaching for the wand at her hip pouch as soon as the window breaks, so much so that actually um, she throws her hands wide in a defensive stance, preparing to summon a shield, as you would have been taught in Zetrovia. Mm-hmm. Always keep one hand available for shielding spells. As she does so, you will notice that the um, the letter, still singed and beginning to work its way down, uh, begins to float down toward the southern corner of the room. Okay. Um, so, so about, Claudette about 20 is going feet from to you. move around the table in the middle of the room okay. to um, kind of come up closer to Mage's Quarto and away from the person at the window, just putting some space between them. Okay. And. I think she'll get ready to cast Shield if necessary. Sounds good. But she's going to wait for the older mage's guidance. I think. Sounds good. Before attacking. Like, she's not going to just attack out of nowhere, I think. Okay. I'm not sure, like, if that would be seen as, like, reacting too quickly, reacting in the wrong way sort of thing. I think that This is a very regimented society, so... Uh, I think that having a strange angelic host smash through the window with a flaming sword is probably a good opportunity to act. Okay, you know what? I will just cast uh, Ray of Frost then. Okay. And I do want to try and pick up the remains of that letter and Uh, stash them. You may do so as a bonus action if you're trying to do it stealthily. So make me a sleight of hand. (laughs) All right, Ray of Frost. Ooh, uh, dirty 20. Sounds good. You'll be able to do that with one hand. Your shielding hand will swoop down and tuck it into the side of your shirt. You'll feel the embers begin to sizzle a little bit against your skin and and clothing. Uh, I need you to make me a ranged spell attack. Yeah. Uh, 15. 15 is actually going to be a miss. Uh, your Ray of Frost shoots out uh, and is going to just bank off of the side of this creature's arm. Um, as it does, you are going to see that shackles that have burned their way into his flesh are attached at both his ankles and wrists, as well as one bit of chain hanging around his throat. He uses the ones on his wrist to deflect the blow. All right, Leedon, it's your turn. What do you do? Um, first thing I'm that Leiden's gonna do is uh, cast Shield of Faith on Claudette. That is a. Um, you said I can only partially act this turn because I'm surprised. You can basically do a movement or an action. Okay, Shield of Faith is a bonus action. Yeah, so, that'll count as an um, action for this. And then, in that case, so I lose my bonus action, but I can I still act? I can still do other stuff. I'm just not sure what you're limiting here. Basically, you can do one thing. Okay, so I use my bonus action and I yeah. don't get an action or a movement. Okay. Not until next round. And that's, no. what I, and that's what I will do. I will cast okay. Shield of Faith. Um, Claudette's uh, AC is a plus two for the duration. That, do you have to is, touch to do that? Nope, it's uh, 60 feet. 
Okay, cool. All right, so yeah. casting that, um, the mist from the orphan's prayer is going to swirl around Kalandat, uh, creating a shield around her. Uh, it is going to be uh, its turn now. With that, it is going to charge forward, uh, moving preternaturally fast, its wings taking huge gulps of the air as it flies toward Magus Corto. Uh, and it is going to head directly in front of her and take two swings with its sword. Uh, that is, oh, that is one hit and one miss, absolutely. Um, one second, please. Uh, 17 AC. Of two, yeah, mage armor's not going to help that. Uh, actually, it would help that because she's got... Uh, the no, he's too good for this. Okay, that's 24. Uh, he's going to bring down his sword once, and she is going to quickly, uh, quickly raise a shield using her reaction. However, that's not going to be enough as the sword cuts right through it, cleaving it aside. That is going to be 7, 11 points of slashing damage, plus 13 points of radiant damage. For a total of 20. Uh-oh. Um, as he tries to pull his sword back for a second attack, though, uh, there is going to be a flash of light as her shield spell erupts outward, uh, knocking his sword to the side and on top of the table. It's fallen out of his hand with that blow. Uh, now we are at Talfrin. Talfrin, the pain in your neck subsides. You suddenly have control of your faculties again. The door behind you is shut. You could leave that way or you could engage this enemy. Um, he's not sure who the enemy is. Ain't that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's the game, For folks. For him, anyway. Um, so, currently, he is going to open the door, not leave yet, and he is going to hold an action mm -hmm. to attack whomever attacks one of the, um, either Leiden or... Claudette. So you can only you wouldn't oh. be able to move up to them if you were holding your action though. I got you, but I have I have ranged attacks. Oh, that's true. So yes, you can hold an action to throw a javelin if that's the case. Absolutely. Sounds fantastic. Um, all right, <laughs> so that's going to be your round. Uh, Magus Corto is going to shriek and cast Cone of Cold uh, directly in this guy's face. With a nat 20, he is going to ignore it, uh, taking only a portion of that damage. Jeez, uh, dude. I should roll these dice more often. Okay. Uh, that is going to be 25 points of damage because she rolled very poorly. Uh, that is going to reduce down to 12. Oh my god, that's not good. Okay, um... A burst of ice is going to shoot directly into his face. The wings on the tops of his back are going to swoop down, buffeting bits of the ice away from his face. It's going to take more than that. Uh, Claudette, it's your turn again at the top of the initiative. Uh, what do you do? Well, I just got this handy dandy new spell. Um, so I'm going to invoke Blade Song to give myself the better AC mm -hmm. and cast Witch Bolt. Okay. 
So what do I have to do for Witch Bolt? Okay. It is a ranged spell attack. Okay. So you actually don't have to do anything. All right. Uh, don't forget, everybody, that you all have a point of inspiration that you could spend. Okay, so that is... 25 to hit. Uh, that is an absolute hit. Go ahead and roll me damage. Okay. 1d12. And what type of damage are you using? Uh, so this is lightning damage. Okay. On this spell. Um, it's a d12. And it's a con spell now. Mm-hmm. Because um, you create a connection and it keeps hitting every turn, right? Yes. Every turn I can use an action to deal the 1d12 lightning damage now. Okay. So give me the damage. Let's do it. Uh, that's 10 damage. 10 damage. All right. Uh, your lightning is actually going to strike deep into the side of one of his wings, burning away some of the feathers, revealing the bloody torn meat beneath it. Uh, he's going to snarl in pain. Do you have anything else you're doing with your action? Uh, no, because my bonus action was to activate Blade Song. All right. Fair enough. All right. Um, so I will have to stay within 30 feet of him. If he gets 30 feet away, it breaks. Okay. So Damn. I am currently... Then in that case, you may want to move a little closer. Just to ensure that you okay. are right on top of that. Sure. Okay. I want to give myself enough space, though, to... Mm -hmm. All right, Leiden, you are up then. What do you do? Um, I Leiden wants to get closer to Claudette to assist if she can. Um, oh, how far is that? That's like... Um, so she'll... Probably move at least towards the tables. Okay, so rushing forward toward the tables, you can kind of crouch down and take partial cover. Yeah, she's going to do that behind one of the chairs. Um, okay. And this way at least she can maybe helpfully potentially flank, sort of. Potentially. Right. Um, Sounds and she's, she's going to use her, one of her channel divinities to um, curse uh, Paths of the Grave. Mm -hmm. to mark um, this enemy whatever thing with wings uh, for so that next time an, uh, me or an ally of mine hits the creature with an attack, the creature is, has vulnerability to all of that attack's damage, and then the curse ends. Okay, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. All right, so casting that, you are going to see the mist rise out of your hand from your prayer, and for a moment you will actually see the flesh of this creature grow, go translucent, and yeah. you see its skeleton beneath its skin. Yeah, spooky. Yeah. Um, and then, can I do any sort of roll to see what if I know what the hell this thing is, or if sure, it looks like something a, I can recognize? You can make me a religion roll, yes. Sure, let's do that. That's gonna be a natural one. A natural a one? I have uh, no clue. You're not sure. It kind of looks like you, but evil. Or at least dangerous. Uh, Alright, as you are glancing up, I would like everybody inside of line of sight of this creature um, to make me a oh god I love these guys uh, I need everyone here to make me a strength save strength save okay a strength save yes Corto uh, fails how's a f six uh, a six is not good a natural twenty ten ten alright uh, I don't add anything to strength saves okay would you, would you get, you said, Christine, you got a 10? Yeah. Uh, does Shield of Faith only doesn't do anything for that, right? It only helps with AC. It gives okay. her a My plus AC is 21. 
Her AC is super good. Unfortunately, that's not going to apply. Uh, everything within the line of sight, uh, he is going to uh, to shout, Enough! And his skin is going to begin to glow with a seraphic radiance that's going to explode across the room. Everyone here is going to take, uh, that is going to be 18 points of radiant damage. Uh, unless is that you a see- spell effect? It is a, no, it is a... It's uh, just a save. It's just a save action, yeah. Shit. The so uh, shield wouldn't even work on that. The shield would not work on that, no. Uh, if you succeeded, uh, Talfrin, you did succeed. So you're going to take half of that. So that's going to be nine points of damage. Uh, if you failed, you are knocked prone by this. Okay, and that is... Uh, he is going to use his... his How much damage was that total? 18. 18. Uh, he is going to use his uh, interact action to grab his sword, which is laying in the middle of the table. Uh, however, that is going to necessitate him moving. Yeah, so he's going to have to climb up onto the table to grab it. Uh, at which point, Talfrin, it is your turn. What do you do? When that light went off, would you have reacted by throwing something, by the way? Oh, I guess. Because you did have a held reaction. I did. Um, and I know that I know that with held reactions, you can choose not to. Would he have? It he seemed... probably would have been too stunned. It did okay. seem hostile towards everybody. However, I think it's just because we're getting in his way, and I'm still not sure who the enemy is. Okay. So at this point, uh, oh, this, God. this is particularly not good. Double plus not good. What do you do? Um, sorry. It's okay. The creature climbs up onto the table to grab the the somewhat simmering, smoldering greatsword that has plunged its blade piercing the center of the table where it sticks out. He goes and grabs it and begins to pull it out once again to continue his onslaught on, at the very least, Quardo. But he doesn't seem like he cares at this moment who he hurts. What do you do? Alright, um... I will... Alright, I, I will rage. I will rage. Okay. I will, and then I will go towards him, I suppose? Sounds... As far as I can. Okay. And then I guess throw a javelin, because I won't be able to make it to him. He's too far across the room. Well, we don't know that 100% for sure at the moment. Mm, uh, I guess so seems like though it seems like yes but you never know when talfrin rages um, <laughs> oh that's absolutely true okay uh one um, moment should i, I gotta... use the standard uh yes okay and i can't find my copy of tasha's at the moment it's somewhere that's okay so. um i got an eight okay remind me what eight does uh yeah i'm just looking it up sorry um that's okay a bolt of light shoots from your chest. Another creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet, you... Oh, a feet of you must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded until the start of your next turn. Okay, so you could do this as you are rushing forward. Who are you targeting? I'm actually going to target her. Okay, uh, so what kind of con save is that? Just a constitution saving throw. Yeah, what do I mean? Sorry, what's my DC? Oh, um, DC is going to be... Wow, I haven't had to do this. 8 plus my proficiency bonus and plus my constitution modifier. I'm going to use a hurt them more to let her roll that again. 
Absolutely. Okay, what is my uh, I, what is my total? DC is fourteen. Oh, son of a bitch! I got a thirteen. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I need you to roll me that damage, please. I will. Yeah, I'm gonna fight this on both sides, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I got it. I got a one. I got a one. You got a one. I got a one. Okay. Um, a bolt of you energy. Actually, can I? Oh, can I only use my determination on only on D twenties. Mm, okay. So, um, a bolt of light is going to shine out of your chest, striking her directly across the eyes. She is going to scream. Uh, she's not going to drop yet. She is devastatingly wounded at this point. What do you do Ooh, with your action? Thanks. You've bonus actioned. You've done your Care Bear stare. Care Bear stare. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to move up. Okay. And to... Oh, I guess I can do that, can't I? Well, to get across the table, I would have to go around it, right? You can go over. You can jump up oh, on the table. I can jump. I suppose that is something you can do. I'm going to jump up on the table. I'm going to get as close to him as possible, I suppose. Okay. That sounds fantastic. All right. So jumping up on the table, you can actually, uh, you find yourself leavened by the motion and can actually uh, get within about five feet of him. Whoa. I'm going to take a swipe at him. Uh, sure. Go ahead. Make me an attack roll. All right. Oh. I want to invoke Lucky. Okay, that sounds good. You know you can spend Lucky because you have the feet, right? Yeah. You can spend it to make me re-roll saves too, right? Oh, I forgot. I mean, yeah, I failed I my save, so. That's true. All right. Um, I forgot. I did manage my con save. I forgot about it and then just did it. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. So that absolutely did not work. That's What'd you get? Be a 12. A 12? And that's with your bonus from raging? Oh, that's going to be a 14. Oh, wait, no, the bonus to raging only goes to damage. Never mind. What oh. I'm thinking. I was thinking, okay, I, I always keep thinking Pathfinder because I'm just, I keep going back to Pathfinder mode. Um, okay, and so. Didn't and, take Great Sword Master even. So. Oh, you didn't? You took Lucky I forgot. Well, no, I did. I took it, but I didn't use it. But oh, okay. That would have been even worse. So. It would have been even worse. Um, so, and well, you spent Lucky and it still didn't work? And it still didn't work. Okay. So, uh, it wasn't so, meant to be. Rushing forward, you slam your greatsword into the side of the table, um, kind of interposing yourself between the two combatants, kind of at the edge of the table, kind of slam your blade. I'm real kind confused. Of... What's that? I'm you just look... real confused. Okay, so that's Talfrin. Uh, so she is blinded, um, and... Uh, yeah, she is going to do the only thing she can, and she's going to cast Greater Indivisibility. Uh, so she is going to vanish from existence as she clutches her weeping eyes and calls out to magic, <laughs> vanishing from in front of you. Uh, Claudette, what do you do? Well, I'm going to kind of get myself up off the ground. Okay. That'll take half your movement. Okay. Um, and I think I'll... Well, I mean... Okay, so which bolt will do... Do, D12? do damage again? If you want it to, yeah. Absolutely. I might hold off and just wait and see what the hell's happening. Because she's just disappeared. So if he keeps attacking us... But I don't want to accidentally hit her. 
mm-hmm. with a area of effect spell or something. So I think I'll just hold off. Okay, sounds good. So I'm not sure what to do. This is not very clear cut. <laughs> you'll hold that action. Um, Leoden, what do you do? So Leoden's going to use her movement or have her movement to stand up um, off the ground. Mm-hmm. And then is it going to attempt to cast hold person on uh, the remaining opponent that she sees? Sounds fantastic. What yeah. is what is his Your save? save is 15. I assume you'll probably beat it, but uh, she's trying. This, this is a will save? This is a wisdom save. Okay, that's going to be a hurt them more. Yeah, and so that's going to be a success. Bolt. Okay, so in that case, yeah, it does not succeed at like wispy tendrils will attempt will reach out to grab and restrain, no. but fail to do so. He so shakes. if he attacks me or Leoden, that witch bolt is going to hit him again. Okay. Yeah. Sounds. Um, since that was a concentration spell, I tried to I tried to cast there. It means that my spell, um, my shield of faith on Claudette has vanished, though. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Claudette, the mist around you parts suddenly. Um, the creature in front of you is going to draw his blade out of the table where it is impacted. Uh, and is he's going to take a swing at the empty space where the magus was a second ago. Uh, so here we go. Uh, that is going to be not enough because she would have she would have moved. All right. Uh, he brings his blade down, cutting the chair in half that she was sitting in just a moment ago. If I have to, I'll burn this entire place down. And as he says that, you see his eyes begin to glow with that radiant light again. It looks like he's recharging. Talfrin, what do you do? Um. He's directly in front of you, just off the side of the table where your blade is embedded in the old, shining, gilded wood. All right, well, let's have the blade up and swing it at him again. All right, go ahead. And uh, I believe uh, your radiance goes off again, doesn't it? It does. Um, now, I think I have to choose the target every single time. I believe so, yes. So I can't see her anymore. So... Uh, which, yeah. Yeah, it does say that you can see. Okay. So I'm going to have to choose him. Okay. Not good, bad thing. Okay, and this is a con save? Con save, yeah. Ten. Oh. A ten. Ooh, nice. I rolled a four. You rolled a four? Um, For damage. The light is going to shine directly in his eyes, and you can see that the light runs off of his flesh like water. But that doesn't mean the mm-hmm. brightness isn't daz- dazzling to him. He suddenly clutches at his eyes with one hand you don't think the attack damaged him at all but you do think that at this moment you have an uh, you have a very lucky chance you may attack with advantage all right let's go oh you know what if i'm attacking with advantage um and i think that i think that i have the upper hand i'm going to use a great weapon master i think you probably should okay here comes that 20 okay no no um i got 19 though. 19 after your minus five? Oh, um, hold on, hold on. I actually have to do my math properly. Uh, a 16 actually. A 16 is a hit. Ooh, is it? It's a hit if with all your minuses. If that's what it yeah, is, yeah, it's a hit. It is. That it is. is gonna be a hit, minus five plus 10. 
So right. I need you to give me a D12 plus 10 plus your strength plus your rage. Uh, so I believe that's a D12 plus 17. It's 25. 25 total? Yep. All... Damn, son. Uh, you are going to raise your blade. How are you slashing? Just directly across the body? Across the face? Where are you aiming? If he's hefting it up from the... From the table, he's not actually going to take time to swing it again, probably. He's probably just going to thrust it. Uh, you are going to feel the sound of ribs smashing and shattering as you thrust in. Leden, do you consider... Uh, oh, wait. Ooh, that's actually a really good question. Uh... I'm gonna say that this is what takes the Leiden's ability, not your not your radiant bolt. Because do you still have that spell up, Leiden? I know. Um, the touch which... by the grave. Oh yes, yes it does. Sorry, I forgot about that. It's not All a spell; right. it's just an ability in effect. So, so I don't I'm have gonna it say down. that that doesn't work for the um, it doesn't work for the initial blast, like the the. Um, just in sequence of events, I think this is actually going to work for the stab more than anything. Uh, so that is going to be 50 points of damage in that case, because he is vulnerable to that hit. Ooh. Thanks to Leiden's attack. Wow. Um, you are going to stab directly into the center of his mass, and you are going to feel the, the sound of ribs and muscle tearing as your blade twists and pulls out as a gout of bright blood sprays directly in your face. Uh, the Magus is going to quaff a potion. And cool. That is her bonus action. And the blindness lasts until the end of your turn. Oh, what a good question. What does um, it say in the rules? Yeah, let me see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, start of my next turn. Start of your next turn? Yeah. Okay, she is going to cast that. And then... Actually, he's going to cast Misty Step. <laughs> You'll see her, like, suddenly appear for a moment over here by this blue seeing mirror over on the, uh, on the eastern wall. And <gasps> is just going to vanish in a puff of mist immediately. Get out while you can, she'll say, her voice echoing in the stillness. Claudette, it's your turn. What do you do? Um, well, that's a s basically an order from a superior. <laughs> so, GTFO time. I mean, it looks like she left you here. Yeah. What do you do? Try and get out? Sure. You can try to head toward the door. It looks I'll like back Calfrim's towards the door, but I'm going to use the action to hit Witch Bolt again. Okay, go ahead and roll me damage. Uh, nine. Okay. Um, as your Witch Bolt strikes, uh, the creature is going to stumble back and he is going to fall down to one of his knees. <sighs> you can see a hole in his chest. 
slowly beginning to seal up around Talfrin's blade. Inside, you can see his heart has pouring blood as it throbs through that empty hole. You can see behind it some of his some of the tissue of his lungs convulsing, trying to suck in air from that blow. That was a visceral attack that Talfrin just dealt. Almost ripped him in half. Your witch bolt strikes him and he reaches down, trying to hold himself up. The blade in his hand stuck in between the stones of this room, the tiles like a walking stick. Leden, it's your turn. What do you do? I would like to spend my action to um, unleash my wings um, and gain so that I can have a flying speed. Okay. So that we can, and then she'll motion to Claudette and Talfer and be like, this way. Um, I, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Because that's an, it takes a full action. Um, and she still has to figure out what the hell this thing is. Can I do another roll for religion to see if she knows what who, what this thing is? Uh, sure, you may do so at disadvantage, though, because of your nat one. Ah, I am even less sure of what it is now. Cool, that's cool. I'll just grab some other dice out. Well, actually, surprisingly good. Um, it's going to be a, a 19. This is nothing you've seen before. And I mean that you are a scholar of religion. You are a scholar of celestial and infernal beings. Yeah. Looking at this, you would say that this looks similar to a, a, a deva or to one of the lesser, the lesser cherubim or seraphim, but it's not. Yeah. For one, those creatures don't really have organs. This is an Asimar, an Empyreon, whatever this is, this is mortal. Weird. This is definitely weird. In fact, looking at the body, it looks like some of these body parts are fused on. Mm. That's what you will notice. Uh, Oh, right. Uh, The angel is going to spend his action to disengage from Talfrin. Uh, is going to leap back, look you in the eyes as his vision kind of blurs. You're a slave too. Don't do this. He casts a baleful look around the room. We'll meet again. And with that, uh, he is going to take flight and uh, is going to fly out the other window, crashing through the stained glass. Because he has a hell of a fly speed. Damn, he has a good fly speed. Um, He's going to fly out of the room, leaving you there. The battle has ended. What do you do? Let's get out of here. Let's. We have to go. Yeah, right. Um, expressway? And she points at the window. How, 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 high, how high is it? What floor are we on? Uh, you are on the eighth story. I, I figure I can probably carry I one person, survive. maybe. <laughs> I will just, I will just book it through. I, I, um, you, were... abs- I absolutely cannot jump out that window. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Claudette's not sure if the mage is still there. Mm-hmm. You are pretty sure you recognize Misty Step. Okay. 
Um, what? Okay. This is a player trying to go. Mm -hmm. What would Claudette be thinking is a likely outcome from this? Uh, I mean, you survived an assault by an assailant. That's pretty dope. Yeah, so I'm thinking this is not something she needs to run from, per se. She's not at fault. She helped. She drove it off. Whatever it is. But... Uh the mages seemed to be in about to attack us or do something to us when we arrived. The mages seemed to be about to attack Talfrin. True. So yes. Talfrin is booking it out the door, regardless. And, and Claudette's mind is that they had no way of knowing Talfrin yeah. was an escaped slave. Mm. They just hired some random that they'd met as a bodyguard because he seemed kind of tough. Right. Right? So I don't think Claudette's going to react that way. I think she'll yeah. react with mercy for Talfrin. Mm. Yeah. Leiden's very much pressuring us that we need to get moving right now. Because so Claudette is going to intercept Talfrin really quick and say, here, go out the window. It's quicker. Featherfall. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, by the way, Featherfall affects a group, Christine. I know. Okay, I'm just letting you know that it could affect all of you. Yeah, but I don't see any reason for us to right. flee. Right? Sure. Like, we haven't done anything wrong. Mm. Claudette, you do realize that they're not gonna, they're probably not gonna care that we didn't know he was a slave. And the mages just got attacked. This looks really bad for us. We Why? have to go. You hear we the saved her life. Talfrin's gonna say, oh, he, sorry, he's just gonna say before he runs out the window, he, or jumps out the window, he's gonna, thank you, I'll meet you where you know where. Just like, you hear the sound of boot, of bootfalls running down the hallway. They're Guard going armor. to blame us. We have to go. Five, four. I, I can't make a decision on this because I don't think Claudette would. What's She's not going to think it's a bad thing. She then, didn't do anything then, wrong. Then don't make the decision. Yeah. Then if Claudette stays and resists on not leaving, Leiden's going to stay. She will. She'll just be like, fuck, fine. We're staying. The doors are going to swing open, and suddenly you're going to be seeing four Imperial Guardsmen armed with their muskets this and bayonets. This thing just came through the windows. It's gone off out that way. Get out the door. Get out the door. Okay. And Claudette is making sure she's in front of Claudette, too. And Claudette's are your wings still out? Mage's court yep. blew up. Misty stepped out of the room. I don't know where she is. She's probably in her safe room. Are you all right? I think we managed to injure it, but it burst in one window and then burst out another. It was... It said something about... Clear the scene. Clear. Go, go, go. The commander says to his, his inferior go. officers. Where, where's the other one that was with you? He ran out. He, he jumped out the window. The idiot chased it? I don't know. We just met him the other day. And he was just providing some bodyguard Ma'am, get out in the here. hallway now, both yes, of you. Of course, of course. going. Yeah. He keeps asking her questions, so she keeps responding. <laughs> they secure the room, leaving you in the hallway. Talfrin, leaping out the window, you float gently to a nearby rooftop. A third floor gambling hall. Nice. It's just off the side here. Over to your right, you can see a bathhouse. Nice. Just on the other side, as well as as you're floating down, you'll get quite an eyeful and will hear several shrieks of young uh, 
what's the word I'm thinking of? Coeds? Young coeds, streaking and covering themselves up with towels as you float down. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's a Talfrin thing. Um, Talfrin, you land on top of the gambling hall. As that happens, you are going to see men with guns hit the window. They might be pointing them at you before long. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I have no idea who they're pointing it at. I'm going to try. Is there like a nearby tree that I can go down? I'm pretty adept at climbing out of windows. Um, there are no nearby trees. You're three floors up. You, if you're running around, there is a um, good old expressway awning just around the front of this casino. All right, let's let's rock. Let's go. We're All right, can you make me an acrobatics that? roll? I can do my best. <laughs> And I'm going to run roll Structural Stability for the awning. Oh. Perfect. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to do Lucky again. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, acrobatics is Dex. So that's going to be actually a 19. A 19. You are going to leap off the roof doing a tuck and flip and are going to actually land directly ass down onto the awning, which is the sturdiest awning you've ever seen in your life. It actually... Oh trampolines you up over and onto the back of a merchant cart Damn. that is transporting pr fresh produce and chickens further into the city all right is it ooh navigationally is it the way i want to go back to the inn mm, make me survive a roll mm. you're a little you're a little out mm. of sorts right now oh i absolutely don't know um that is a three. A three. Just a, yeah, you have three. no idea, but in the no, distance, no. you will hear a gunshot echo. You're not sure if you're being shot at, but do you want to put your head down? I do. Okay. Ducking down among the chickens, you'll hear... A duck looks you right in the eyes. <laughs> Make me an animal handling roll to stay <laughs> stealthy inside of here. Okay. Oh, and that 20. All right, so one oh of my God, on that's your head. where it, that's where it comes up. <laughs> Good. What's going on back there? The driver says, looking backwards, right as a duck sits on your head. Oh, you be quiet there, Horace. You swear the duck winks at you. <laughs> and your cart begins to roll off further into town. Meanwhile, back up in the main, back up in the, uh, back up in the building, you, Leiden and Claudette, find yourselves surrounded by these guards. Yeah. A few Leans. more have arrived, and they're giving you uh, giving you a little bit of breathing space, but they are basically back-to-back -back bodyguarding you right now. <laughs> yeah, Leiden's wings will vanish after a minute. Okay. Yeah. Is everyone all right? You're all fine? One of the, one of the guards says, looking over at you? Completely fine. A, a little singed, but all right. She probably does look a bit burned and like hurt because I do have 18 points of damage on me. So that's like half my Leiden's gonna give you some, take a moment to heal you. Um, 
Come with and me. Yourself, actually. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, of course, of course. We have medical care. Come. Oh, thank you. They take you into a side room that locks behind you. And in fact, as they head into it, you see that two of the soldiers each have to use a key, simultaneously turning to open the door. Get in. The room has a vaulted ceiling. The walls are stark gray and thick. And as soon as you enter, you will feel something crackle around you. Wards and symbols will suddenly erupt on the wall. And you'll feel any magical effects you have die as soon as you cross the threshold. Was I able to smack Claudette with a healing before sure. we entered? Yes, go ahead. I, well, I rolled a one on my D8, so it's not much, but... <laughs> okay, so that's going to be one plus your... Yeah, one sec. Spell uh, doesn't really be quiet. One plus... Uh, six points total. Heal six, six points. points. Yep. All right, Claudette, you'll heal six points of damage. Stay in here. Of course. The cleric will be on their way. In the meanwhile, here. And he'll hand each of you a small vial of red fluid. What's this? Potion? Heal healing. Okay. Thank you. No one should be able to teleport inside of here with the wards up. Mm. Isn't that right, Magus Corto? That is correct. You hear behind you as Magus Cordo, oh. still bleeding from a wound on her chest, reaches down and pulls another potion from the bandolier on her hip and drinks it. This room is not very large, about 30 feet deep by about 15 feet wide. There are several places to sit around the room, old, ruffled blue chairs with deep cushions. Hmm. Leaden will toss back the potion then. Okay. Uh, you are going to heal nine points of damage. Okay. Planet will also. Uh, you are going to heal nine points of damage. Okay. Did you know? You can go now, soldier. She says. The soldiers will nod, turn, and lock the door behind them. Did you know? No, what? That you were traveling with an escaped slave. No, we met him on the, on the train here. He was useful when um, we encountered a blockage on the track, mm. and since we'd gotten to know him a little, they're I tricky. Cheap protection on a walk through an unfamiliar city. Mm -hmm. He seemed down on his luck by quite a bit, so... You are quite resourceful, the two of you. I try? Thanks. I have a mission for you. Okay. You're an Imperial Magus now. And you're a cleric. You saw that abomination. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the escape imperial science? 
Not an experiment of the Imperial Science Division. Oh. An experiment of a rogue alchemist. Mm. That man's name was once Arak Exodus. He was a soldier. A good one. There's a woman in the town of Cordust. Or in the Cordust region. We've sent a few of our soldiers there to clear it out, but presently I've been waiting for someone skilled to go and take care of it. I believe I found someone. Do this, and I will pay you the correct fee for an Imperial Magus of your rating. Of course. 900 pieces. She won't even blink. She would know what the appropriate ratings are. I'm imagining. She says that mostly for Leiden's sake, you think? <laughs> yeah. You'll receive half up front for expenses and for hiring hirelings. Of course. There's a woman, Dr. Ulker. I want her head. How do you spell that? Uh, that is a great question from like three <laughs> weeks ago. One sec. Uh, Dr. Utkir is in game one. Sorry, my fingers aren't working today. I have it spelled O-C-H-R-E, but that might be wrong. <laughs> that is absolutely wrong. Awesome. Awesome, Robin. Good note. Oh, nope. Uh, that is... O-T-K-E-R? O-T-K-E-R. Yeah. Mm. Oriana Otker. Okay. I was thinking of it with an E in there. Yeah. Dr. Otker. I want her head, and I don't mean this... I don't mean it... Euphemistically. So we will cut off and bring back her head. Sopping wet and dead. Messy, but I can understand. Hmm. If you manage to kill Auric, I'll make sure there's a bonus. Well, we seemed quite close in the room. He certainly seemed hurt. So lightning does work. Also, that big-ass sword seemed to work very well, too. Yes. Noted. Your uncle writes very highly of you. Oh, no. I'm sorry that you were so deeply deceived by that vermin. I'm gonna give you a present. Come to me. Oh, I'm... I'd be honored. I'm... I feel like my uncle speaks too highly at times. I've not... not very experienced yet. He's gonna push Claudette forward. Subtly. <laughs> 
Innocence, innocence, innocence. Give me your hand. She'll hold out her right hand. She grabs you harshly by the wrist, reaches down into her side, pulls out a rough stone athame, and slashes your palm open, cutting deeply into the flesh. A rune. Your blood spills on the floor. I would like to think that Claudette doesn't flinch, but maybe blinks at it. Varut. La fan. Tiato. As she says that, the glyph in your hand begins to glow. The rune begins to scarify over. Until you only have a faint... A faint line in the center of your palm. One of the old runes, shaped vaguely like a three... Well, like a five-pointed star. Do I have any idea what it does? You recognize that she has the same mark on her hand, the hand that she raised when she called Talfrin out for being a slave. You are a master. Master those beneath you. All you have to do is see the brand. You'll know the rest. She'll react appropriately grateful, I guess. Okay. Um, instinctively, what this means is that if you can see someone with uh, with slave brands, uh, you can inflict disadvantage on them. Okay. Uh, you can reduce their speed to zero, uh, or you can um, uh, inflict a d10 of psychic damage to them as a bonus action. One of those three things. Okay. I will have to yep. write that down in a minute. <laughs> Um, okay. Do I know anything else about these sort of, like, controlling runes? Is it uh, possible to undo a slave brand? Not with entry-level magic. Good yes. to know. But uh, do I know... Imperial Grand Magises can place them and remove them. Absolutely. Okay. This is, this is the old magic. The magic that uh, is actually from an ancient runic empire to the north. A land now known as Orkash. Um, so I, Christine's not quite sure how to word it, but Claudette's going to basically ask, if I'm able to come across the slave again, am I able to bind him to my service? Yes. Yeah, Would that be acceptable to the empire? What's Asking not, a senior what mage. not. It seemed like he was very fond of you. He came to your aid before I was blinded by that beast. That was my thought, that he would probably try and get in contact with me again. It seems like he tried to intervene. So long as he is bound to your service, I see no problem in you keeping a pet. Noted. He was an exceptional fighter when I met him. Make certain 
that he does not find you in the night. That is what I have laid in for. She's pulled on like the entire noble persona at the moment. Like snooty, snooty language the whole lot. Can you, um, hmm. Can you give me- biting her damn tongue. Can you give me a deception roll? Or a, uh, or a persuasion roll. I'll allow you to do either because of your background. I would like persuasion, please. Sure. I Should I have also do that? Uh, proficiency in that. No, but if you are, if you are holding your tongue like a good, uh, servant of the empire, you can basically assist Christine and give her advantage. Cool. That's what she's trying to do. Okay. Ha! So I didn't say anything. Okay. I had already rolled a nat 20. Okay. But that advantage gave me a second nat 20. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so 24 You total. got double nat 20s. Uh, yep. She will look over at you and then over at Leiden. Leiden is also... my agent. Then would you like to master them as well? I don't know if that's appropriate. Someone of... Or an agent. Perhaps as if you, you uh, return successfully from Cordust. As the mages desires. You'll need equipment. Feel free to head down to the armory. Wonderful, thank you. They should be expecting your requisitions. And as you leave, head toward the room, they will open at a swing of her hand. And behind you as you exit, you will see a cruel smirk pass over her lips. Meanwhile, across town, those of you who were with Zeet, where are you headed? What are you doing? Zeet wanders away from the dead body, heading further into the town. He looks back at you, his skin finally, finally his natural green. Well, y'all want a drink? I could use a drink before the, before the soldiers show up. Oh, I can always go for a drink. Yes, a drink. Sounds great. In the distance, you can hear a raucous tavern playing lively halfling dance music. Well, it'll do. Heading over to it, you can see that there's a place called the Long Feather. And indeed, the, um, the sign of this tavern is a tricorner hat with an immense feather hanging out of it. Heading inside, you can see that there are, you know, it's a small place, actually. A narrow room, about seven feet tall, and uh, about about a dozen feet deep. It's more like an alleyway bar than anything, but even inside of that, it's, it's confined about 15 feet wide at the thickest point. And... Um, there are a good dozen halflings in here, aside from the ones who are at the bar. As as uh, Zeet and the rest of you head in, he ducks down to not uh, to not hit himself on the uh, on the sign that is hanging well under seven feet. <laughs> Y'all got beer or sarsaparilla? The bartender, uh, a small halfling man in his uh, prime of his life, will look over at you and. 
I'll have to get the big tables. Well, most of the big chairs. Uh, uh, so, well, so, sidle up to the bar. He waves over it uh, at the, the the three of you and Zeet. What do halflings like to drink the most? Uh, about anything. Halflings are <laughs> um, halflings are pretty pretty lusty. I'd say that they are probably uh, the biggest fans of just kind of casual beer culture. Mm. I'll say ales. I feel like definitely. I definitely ales. Probably IPAs too. Like I think they're just happy for anything that goes well with a meal. They're not the type of people who like. I I feel that halflings are the type that if it goes as a compliment to like some chicken wings, they'd enjoy it, or something that you would serve at a family gathering. You know. Okay. Cool. They're they're big family people and big party people. All right, let's have a drink. Absolutely, my name's Webb. I'm the proprietor of this establishment. Welcome to the Long Feather. Uh, what can I get for you? We have a number of ales on tap, uh, as well as uh, a couple of local wines from the south. And um, we even have a, a really lovely porter uh, coming to us from the north, from um, oh, uh, from Toulouse, actually. Oh. Um, well, I might take the Telusion Porter. Uh, and do you have any spirits as well? Uh, I, I could probably find some. Absolutely. Uh, it depends what you're looking for. Right now, um, the hardest thing we have is, um, aside from some some vodka that, honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't advise it. We mostly use it for cleaning. Um, mm. Would be, uh, we have some bourbon. Perfect. I'll take some of that as well, please. I'll take two fingers. Two of my fingers. I'll take two of his fingers, too. Uh, if you're sure about that, lady. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and uh, as for you, um, sir and ma'am. What's your best beer? Well, I mean, it's a gold brewer porter, so it's going to be pretty good. It's uh, very hoppy. Uh, well, pardon me. It's very malty uh, and uh, has a really, really um, smooth aftertaste to it. I'd really suggest it. Besides that, though, we do have a red ale that comes directly uh, from the north. You might like it. It's pretty meaty. In fact, there's actually meat in it. But uh, if you're a vegetarian, there's no meat in it. <laughs> Um, I'll have that. Yes, that sounds great. Thank you. Um, I'll have, uh, uh just uh, a beer. I'll have one of those, too, Dirk says. All right, coming right away. Um, so, uh, on the table, that is going to be... I've got it. Zeet says, putting down a gold coin. And, uh, any, any meat you got on you. Potatoes, too, if, if they're handy. Absolutely. Um, Webb reaches behind him and ding, 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 ding on the food bell. A slot opens up in one of the side walls and you can hear a a voice coming down this tube. He reaches over and says into it, in, in halfling, which basically translates as your order. You hear the sound of boots overhead. Seems like uh, 
the kitchen is actually directly above your head, about seven feet up. He begins pulling your drinks for you, sliding them across the bar. Um, and uh, this bourbon is very smooth, very... It has that kind of... Honestly, very... It has... It has this slightly corny aftertaste to it that reminds you of this person that you kissed in high school. It kind of reminds you of the inside of their mouth. Like that type of that taste of breath. Hmm. It's just this kind of like, I remember that taste. That's interesting. <sighs> And, uh, <laughs> the chat got weirded out by that. Like, you've never tasted breath like that. Come on. Um, kiss more people. Um, after the pandemic. After the pandemic. After the pandemic. After the after the pandemic. pandemic. Get vaccinated, then kiss people. Yeah, kiss everybody yep. after. Oh, totally. Make sure that they're vaccinated, though, because that's and, and important. Make sure they consent. And that, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Both have to be. Anyway. All right. Uh, and with that, he will go and start preparing your meal. Zeet will gently sip his bourbon and keep making this kind of face as he drinks it, like... Oh. Oh, yep, not a fan. Oh, it, it's not so bad. I guess I'm glad I didn't order that, then. Yeah, it's fine, I guess, but... It's not really, uh... Oh, it's... I don't like to drink when I got stuff on my mind, but I figure that got two options. Either the constable is going to say that that was self-defense, or they're going to be busting down in a second, in which case I need to go pick up some more sun-dried peach for my disguise kit. I always what thought was I was scene? more of a burnt mango, but... <laughs> Yeah, with all the shades. Mm. Who knows what what you really are, right? Yeah. I think the green's suiting. Well, it's hard to get through certain places looking green. The Empire don't like it too much, but... Yeah, it's not easy. No, it's not. So what do you want? Well, just curious who you killed for this gun that I'm guessing belongs to you that was stolen from you. Just curious to hear your stories. <clears throat> I was traveling across... Um... I was traveling across Emery's, doing some jobs. Not of the legal variety, necessarily. I got in with a crew that I thought was reputable. Middle of the night one night, girl there tries to, uh, to take my guns, leave me for dead. She and her partner. They split up after that. They got my guns. 
I got this. He hikes up his shirt and shows you a rather wicked jagged scar along his ribs. And I've had to spend the last year hunting him down. Hmm. Hmm. Well, congratulations, I guess, are in order. You're right. quite a good shot. I'm practicing. <laughs> I start with tin cans, work my way up. I'm looking forward to practicing some more. Hold your breath. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally hold your breath. It's between shots, pull the trigger between heartbeats. Oh. Oh, that's good to know. I haven't really used uh, used a firearm too much. Well, don't Just do the it. one time on the train. Don't do it when you're trying to be stealthy. No, mm, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I was able to get one, so I actually have one myself now too. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Where are you all headed? South, I think. Yes. I'm heading down to Cordis. And I have some business along the way, so... Guess we'll see what the rest of the group wants, uh, is doing as well, and we'll see what happens then. You seem like decently reputable people. So I hate to involve you in this. But have y'all heard of someone going by the name... Maconidas. Have I? It doesn't sound familiar, but you can make me a history roll to see if you if you would know. Cool. Uh, Nat twenty. And I got a twenty-two. Oh damn. <laughs> Natural nineteen okay. on that one. <laughs> of course, uh, I got a, a nat twenty on that. Uh, so, very briefly, you did hear a story that over in, uh, actually it was from your parents that you would have heard about this, uh, that over in the, um, in the northern reaches, one of the extended provinces, uh, up actually in, let my map load because I can remind myself because it's been a while, uh, up in Astaria near Torbani, uh, there was a cleric. Named uh, Maconidas, uh, cleric of the Golden Star, trying to start a little church up there. Your parents. How do you spell that? Uh, Maconidas. Uh, yeah. M A K H A N I D A S. I D A S. Okay. And what what was the church? Uh, the cleric of the Golden Star. Oh, um, I'm familiar with the name. I've heard of um, Maconidas anyways, and how popular of a name can it really be? Not terribly. Uh, my parents were telling... I heard it from about my parents. Uh, a cleric named Maconidas setting up a church uh, the Golden Star up in uh, Torbani. Actually. That'd be the one. What All business right. do you have? Excuse me? I said, what business do you have with that? 
You're asking if we heard of the name. Well, I'm looking for him. Uh. I need to have words with him about uh, some private matters. Similar mm. words you had with your friend over? Yonder? Hopefully not. So, Robin, you're coming in kind of quiet. Oh, okay. I can turn that up. I think it's because at sound test you were using your voice, not Ivy's voice. Ivy's oh, voice, yeah. That'll do it, yeah. yeah. But down low and sultry. Well, hopefully, I'm matter. just wondering if the chat can actually hear it. Oh. I can also move my mic a little closer. I think yeah, I let's do that. Farther. All right. How is that? Is that better? A yeah, it's, you're, you're nearing yellow finally, so it's good. Okay. <laughs> hopefully not. I prefer he be alive after this. Fair. Yeah. That was the last I heard of it, and that was a while ago, so. Well, they sure uh, they sure are pretty. Dirk says, kind of glancing over Ivy's shoulder. Zeke kind of looks over and is kind of getting that look like he's not sure if Dirk's staring at his guns or down Ivy's shirt. <laughs> What are... Does Ivy notice? If she looks back, does she notice? Dirk? Yeah, he, yeah, you can, you can, you can make me an insight roll. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's see, let's see which one it is. Um, insight, fifteen. Fifteen? I mean, mostly column A, but a little bit of column B. Now that it's now that you turn, <laughs> they kind of push together, and he's mm. <laughs> the the guns. The guns are other. Oh, they're, they're sure nice. Um, just thought I just the good craftsmanship. Yep, he's gonna say and just take a drink. I was gonna like give Dirk like a little bit of a how how. Dirk, you mind his guns? Um, uh, just, you know, it's, it's, um, they're, they're nice. They're, um, uh, I don't know, they're real artsy looking. I've just never seen metal like that. You probably aren't likely to either. It's, uh, old stuff. You said it was a family heirloom? Yeah, more or less. What are you two doing? As this silence kind of permeates the room, Barry <laughs> and Ivy. You guys talking about anything? Doing anything? Or am I just going to have a conversation with myself all night? No. Because <laughs> I can do it. I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm just trying to like... I'm trying to figure out... Um... <laughs> Timing-wise, uh, I think Ivy's probably wondering, because I forget, it's been a couple weeks. Did we sure. say a time that we were going to meet up back as, like, a group? I think later I that night. Have... Later that night. Okay. Yeah, you're going to meet okay. up for dinner. Okay, so and, then, and yeah. what time is it now? Uh, right now? I think it was pretty early. I think it was probably about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, sounds good. So we still have another couple hours before dinner, then. As yeah. the silence okay. permeates, um, you are going to hear a chunk ding, ding, ding. And uh, Webb is going to open a little slot in the wall and pull out um, what looks like a dumbwaiter worth of um, worth of meat and potatoes and serve it up to y'all. Mm. Oh, 
They go, and can I get some sarsaparilla or water or root beer or something that isn't this bourbon? Is there something wrong with the bourbon? I don't like to drink when uh, I don't have a, a good reason. And he's going to dump the bourbon into Vary's cup. <laughs> oh, really? Ooh. Sure, you're big enough. Okay, I I'm gonna need a constitution save from Vary. Coming right up. Oh. And I'm gonna give you disadvantage with a hurt them more. You got it. Alright. Not Here. that your disadvantage made too much of an issue. Uh, that's going to be a 17 on the low end. Okay, so you're you're definitely tipsy though. Drinking drinking four sense. four fingers worth of bourbon. Yeah, that's good. That's gonna start to hit you, because that, that was on an empty stomach. Yeah, oh god, it was. It was. Like, so you're you're not gonna be like you're not gonna be wasted, but you definitely are gonna be a little like a little <laughs> swimmy for a second before that food hits. I mean, that was pretty uh pretty stressful coming into that fight. I honestly thought I I killed you. See, I'm sorry for distracting you. Oh, I yeah. didn't want it to come to bullets, but apparently it was. Yeah, why'd you try to distract me anyway? I was trying to break up the fight. Why the hell would you do that? It was a good fight. Oh, it looked fantastic. Thank you. That shot was perfect. That Thank was you. impressive. <laughs> You're quite a gunslinger. You know, if the name fits. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I'm just happy <laughs> to get him back. Oh, feels like I've got both arms again. So, Fairy, you're... Mm -hmm. I've... Like, we've just had a few moments to talk on the train, but your family's into... Astronomy? Oh, yes, my family's actually the... Um... They're in charge of the... Um... Oh, uh... Wow, that bourbon's hitting me a bit more than I thought it was than I thought it would. Here, but, eat some um, potatoes. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Uh, but oh yes, um, parents, yes. So they actually do all of the uh, sky maps and like star charts for the empire. They do. Uh, they are the ones who work out navigation routes for um, skyships and. Uh, uh, and for military applications as well, and especially the Navy. That's actually why I, I grew up on, on the Asia Naval Base. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It's actually really interesting. Um, and I've always really liked space and stuff. I mean, I'm named after space, so. Yes. <laughs> that's that's quite quite an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah, so my, you're, fam you're my family is really interesting. Telescope? Yeah. Yes, there's a telescope just to the south of here, and it went out of alignment, and they can't use it anymore uh, because of that, and so they need it fixed. And so... Talfrin? <gasps> Dirk says, looking out the door, and you're going to see Talfrin, like, riding in the back of a cart full of chickens. With a oh, duck on his head, kind of just going by Talfrin. You're gonna see Dirk sitting in a little a little halfling dive bar. Oh, I do see him. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, when he when he says your name. Of a duck? <laughs> Very's gonna gonna wave at him to come inside. Yeah. 
right. He's gonna shoo the duck off and uh, <laughs> jump out. <laughs> Being as quiet as he can, obviously. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, 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 come sit, come sit. Hey. Oh, we're gonna hey, need another doing? big school gonna... over here. I will oh. kind of shift a little closer to like one side of Dirk to leave room for the other side, but she'll get closer, a little closer to Dirk as she drinks. Okay. He's gonna... Cheers on the beer. And, and Vary's gonna uh, hold her her glass that still has probably half the half the bourbon in it, or like a quarter of it, and it'd be like, oh, there's not much. Of, here, you can have some if you want. You look like you need a drink. Telfern, where, where's, where's, where's Leiden and Claudette? The what three happened? Of you went together. Where are they? Yes, uh, we we went together, but we we left separately. They they should be following shortly. I expect they won't have much trouble. Does Talfrin look stressed? How is Talfrin looking as he's uh, like... Talfrin, did you try to clean some of the blood off of your collar and, and stuff that exploded out of the thing you stabbed? Oh, sh... Did he have had time? There was hay in the back. Maybe when he, yeah, yeah, when he was riding in the back. So, so he kind of looks like he might maybe have butchered a chicken or something too. like that. Like, <laughs> What What happened? Yes. You look a little out of sorts. You, yeah, you look a little ragged. There was a scuffle. Sorry. There was a scuffle. scuffle. They're all right, though. They'll, they'll, I was going to say, is everyone I'm sure okay? they'll be fine. Yes, I'm sure they'll be fine. Interesting. You huh. want it, I'm sure, right? It's Talfrin. Of course <laughs> yeah, you want it. We did. We did. Oh, good. Well, we're just enjoying a bit of, uh, a bit of food and a bit of drink. Some good company, and some good company, and uh, I need to eat a bit more. And she's just gonna start eat. She's just gonna start uh, chowing down. A typical halfling. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Uh, and he's. I'm gonna order. He'll order a drink. All right. Uh, the bartender will offer you the full selection. What are you feeling today? Maybe. Uh... Bourbon? Absolutely. I think we can actually uh, we can actually finish off the bottle with you. I got All two right. or three. Wow. Let's go for three. He'll fill the glass in at okay. that. Can I get a perception roll off of everybody? Okay. Perception. 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 <laughs> I have to find it. 30, 20. 17. You'll Not as good. Nine. Not as good. <laughs> Nine. Nine. All right. So you're going to start hearing heavy bootfalls running through the, the streets behind you. Looks like soldiers looking for someone. Check the alleyways. Over there. Well. Z, this might be for you. I think that's my ride. Well, say goodbye, girls. <laughs> Take care of yourself, Z. Don't get into too much trouble. It's not me that gets into trouble. Blame these two. And he'll pat the guns on his hips. And then pull his <laughs> uh, pull his coat together. I gotta use well, that line more often. Well, don't let them get you into too much trouble. I'm just happy to have them both back. Well. Me, Rose, and Thorn will hopefully be meeting you shortly. 
he'll tip his hat and head out uh, toward. The, there's a back door, right? Like I gotta use the uh, the uh, yeah, just um head out the back, kindly. He says, tips his hat, and vanishes out the back. <laughs> well, that was interesting. Was that the gentleman from earlier? Yes. Yes, it was. I see. <laughs> he got his guns back. Oh, that, well, I'm glad for him. That's good, good for him. Yeah. Oh, that was a beautiful shot that he made, too. That was quite I hope I can, I can, I, I hope I can shoot like that soon. Also, Talfrin, I have two swords now. Yes, I was going to ask how your shopping trip went. It went, oh. was really successful. <laughs> I got a gun. Excellent. It's you just a little one. Gun. Yeah. You got, got a gun? gun? I got a gun. Oh. It's not a fancy one like his, but it has, but it's a nice gun. Also, oh. Talfrin, you didn't tell me Dirk is such a gentleman. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> I felt I figured his actions could speak for himself. I, 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 I mean, I do, I do what I can. Uh, hey, do you need a beer, buddy? I can, uh, I, uh... I mean, I can double, I guess I can double fist them. Um, how long are we going to be, how long are we going to be in town? We should probably start looking for work. Um, excuse me, barkeep. Um, yes, sir. How can I help you? Uh, I was wondering, uh, what kind of, kind of, kind of jobs you got going around here? You, is there like a community board or, you know, any, any, you know, dire rats in a basement or, uh, you know, jobs. Well, I mean, there are a number of things that, that need doing. You folks gonna be around a while? I was gonna head south fairly soon. I'm gonna be heading south probably tomorrow as well, so. Talfrin? I was going to head along with them. You wanna come? Maybe when we get back. Yeah. yeah. Fine, whatever's good for you. Another round? He says with a smile. <laughs> yes, please. All right. And with that, he is going to serve you up, and you are going to have a nice, relaxing meal. However, the drama is going to happen when we return from this short break. <laughs> so, hey, folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right oh, back course. after a quick washroom break as the party recombines and we learn what is really happening. That's not going to happen either. But uh, <laughs> we'll see you in a second. Hi there. Have too much money? Looking to give some away? Did you know that Dorktales has a Patreon? You can go to patreon.com slash dorktales and give money for exclusive perks like exclusive podcasts, warm fuzzy feelings in the cockles of your heart, shoutouts at the end of podcasts, and more! To learn more about how to help Dorktales, go to patreon.com slash dorktales. End of ad! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reign of Emrys here on Dorktales. Now... Your time drinking in the bar is pleasant enough. Before long, you will find yourselves wandering back to the hotel. As you make your way there, I need to ask, Claudette, you and Leiden, as you are let out, as you're let out of the, of the government building, what do you go and do immediately? Because I'm assuming you're not going to wait until you get back to read the letter. No, no, uh, I would like to have this read that soon. I don't um, know if I saw her get it, though. 
Yeah, so my thought is, A, we were going to the armory. Yeah. That probably doesn't take long to pick stuff mm. up. Well, I was going to ask, am I able to get any of the magical cartridges for my sword? Uh, yes, Ooh. you will have, uh, you'll be able to get one cartridge for it. Nice. Cool. Uh, that will turn it into a magical weapon for one minute, once a day. Nice. Uh, you can use two charges in a day, but that depletes the battery. Oh. Right. We still need to get truffles for your mom. Oh, yes. So, yeah. We should probably see if we can just have them delivered back. Yes. One um, moment, please. I if need... we stop by and have them order it. Is going to try and do that. And uh, you will be given $450 worth of ex- uh, 450 gold pieces worth of expense, expense um, funding. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. In the form of a writ that can be exchanged <laughs> at any imperial, uh, imperial store. You also will receive uh, one additional item of your choice, as well as, uh, what is their supply right now? Uh, three potions of minor healing. Do you want me to take that, or are you taking those? Um, well, you I'll might take- as well take some of them, but I should probably also hold a couple At least myself. One. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't I take one? So sorry, it was minor healing potions? Yes, minor healing, the basic ones. Why don't you take two and I'll take one? Because I'll okay. use it as like a last minute thing. Okay. All right. The gnome working behind the counter smiles up at you. One moment, please. That's a six. Okay. She looks your direction. She's a small little... Um, little bubbly thing with bright purple hair pulled back into a tight bun she proceeds to to give you the um the basic requirements uh so the way that it works is that um once a day christine for one minute your sword can become a plus one okay uh it is only considered magical during that minute uh, beyond that, she will provide you with those uh, with those uh, potions as well as your funding, and we'll turn and look at you. What else do you need? I can. Uh, the red here says that I can get you one more thing, so long as it's not too fancy. Um. Do you want me to give you a couple of options? Yes, please. Please. All right. Well, I can give you a single piece of powerful ammunition mm, I can give you mm, a pair of goggles that'll help you see I can give you an immovable rod I can give you mm, a potion of greater healing if that would do for you uh, or I could give you a potion uh, pardon me not a potion what am I saying here uh, I could give you uh, sending stones So the Sending Stones would allow us to talk over distance together, correct? Send messages. Mm, sending Stones should do that, absolutely. Let me double check because they what have What exactly it. does the movable rod do? Uh, well, and she'll reach under a shelf, pull out a small rod with a button on the side of it. Uh, well, here. Um, she'll hold it up to you and go click, and then she'll let it go. 
The rod stays in the air as she lets go of it. That could potentially be quite useful. Push on it. It does not move. It is like pushing against a brick wall. So How long does that last? It does. If uh, if you want to know, there was a story I heard once where um, <laughs> where a young a young magus was being chased by a um, not a dragon, but uh, I believe it was a rock, like one of those giant birds, and he was riding away on a magic carpet, you know, as you do. And uh, this rock was completely outclassing him, um, and he didn't have the spells to do it, but he did have an immovable rod. So he waited until the rock was directly behind him, opening his beak to swallow him whole, clicked the rod, and flew off. The rod went right through and out the back of the rock. That seems... Oh, that's clever. <clears throat> clever. Dangerous. I like one clever. of those. Absolutely. Here, this one could be yours. I think that yours. would also be very useful, Luden, for if we had to climb down anything. That's Tie the rope sort to of it. what I was thinking. Oh, they're not quite Primarily. as powerful as they used to be. Sorry, that's that's the way it worked in old old systems. Okay, so a flat iron rod has a button on one end. You can use an action to press the button, which causes the rod to become magically fixed in place. Until you or another creature uses an action to push the button again, the rod doesn't move, even if it's defying gravity. Defy? Sorry. Uh, the rod can hold up to 8,000 pounds. More weight causes the rod to deactivate and fail and fall. A creature can use the act, an action to make a DC 30 strength check, moving it up to 10 feet if it's fixed <laughs> in the air. Yeah, that's funny. You know what? I still think I that if that, that were in the air, your esophagus is not going to make a DC 30 strength check. So I'm going to say that probably Especially works. if you're not expecting it. That would be a surprise. A, a DC 30 strength check I think is pretty difficult. I mean, a things. rock has a strength of... See, now we got to check this. Uh, a rock has a strength... Hey, maybe historically they were more powerful. A rock only has a strength of 28. If it rolled a one. If it rolled... No, no, no. But it only has a plus nine. So... Yeah. So in theory, like, it would have to roll, like, what? At least a... And at least have a nineteen. No, a 20. Oh, okay. It'd have to roll a 21. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, was, that. So it'd have to roll a nat 20 Yeah, plus that would that would mess a rock yeah. up. That would yeah, blast yeah. clean out that, the end. Yeah, 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 there we go. That, yeah. that would, that would make a lot I of things one of those. bad. Sounds like a great <laughs> I can think of so many ways that would be useful. All right, here you are. What you need to get is two of them, then you can climb up anything. Yeah, honestly. Edit, climb on, set the next one, climb Are we on. able to get a second one? No, not with this uh, allocation amount. Okay, understood. I had to ask. Next um, time. This should be returned when you're done with it. The rest of it, enjoy yourselves. The potions we're not expecting back. Okay. I would hope not. Hmm? I mean, you can always, um... Between us, she says, leaning in, we will buy them back. Hmm. Basic basically, it's like a per diem. If you don't mm. use it, you can get it uh, refunded to you. Hmm. I see. I see. Hmm. Uh, but that that is imperial government property from the rod. See, it even has the stamp. It does have a stamp. Okay. It's actually on the button. Like it's kind of a ridged seal of the of the empire. I will endeavor not to lose it. Good, because it's worth several thousand coins. Got it. I, I can't promise if I'm being chased by a rock though. I mean I'm sure there are extenuating circumstances. Oh, and um 
She'll be very charming. <laughs> that battery that you have for your sword should be good for at least two weeks. Okay. Um, it will need to be recharged before the month's over, though. Is there a way that I can recharge it, or does it have to be returned for that? It should probably be returned. Okay. Hopefully we'll be done by then. Hmm. Recharging one of these is a much higher level spell and takes a lot of time. Alternatively, you could get an artificer to do it. Uh, I need to check what level they'd have to be for that. But they'd also have to have the materials to do it. It's it's costly. Um, if you had access to something like the Crucible, you could probably do it yourself between you and Vary. But who wants to go to Crucible? Nobody. That's why it's there. Um, Sounds uh, like such a friendly place. Also, Kelly. Yes. Uh, Very is going, uh, talking about weaponry, mm. Very is going to uh, use an infusion on her new pistol. Okay. Uh, she's going to use the repeating shot infusion and she's going to attune to it, basically. So. Okay, so that it can get, so it has bullets. Yeah, so it ma uh, so it has magical ammunition and it's plus one, plus one, so. Okay. So she she is going to attune to that. Okay, so that is one of your eventually six attunements. Yes. Does uh, does Crux count as an attunement as well? Uh, he is not an attunement, no. But he does count as the other thing, okay. Yeah, he counts as an infusion, not as, as an attunement. But I can also remake him because he... If I have 100 gold, so... Yeah, he, he basically is what happens when you jump on something in Sonic the Hedgehog games. They explode and the rings yeah. come out. Basically, okay. yeah. All right, so you will achieve, or you will achieve your equipment, and you'll head back to the hotel. Did we get any more healing from? You will be healed to full by the clerics okay. on staff. Perfect. Um, otherwise, then I think um, Claudette will suggest that we try and pick up the truffles or get arrange for yeah. them to be sent back. Yes, on my behalf. Okay. Um, so, uh, along yeah, with a note that I've way. received another job that, okay. yeah. that will be could not turn uh, down. That'll be 18, maybe, 18 gold for that to be delivered. She'll do that. Maybe get more than the one box so that your mother isn't too angry at us for taking another box. job. Okay. The fancy uh, box. Liam's so, gonna put something on top of it too. <laughs> that'll be 20, 25 gold if it's the fancy box to be to be delivered. Okay. Okay. And that will be delivered express with the. Um, uh, with the cargo telepost. Yeah. Claudette will include a small note in it. Mm -hmm. um, but there, she's going to try and take advantage to, I don't know, does a truffle shop, is it like some of the chocolate shops? Hmm? It's where, like a really fancy chocolate shop. Giant red ribbons have, everywhere. Like, the option to have hot chocolate and sample them sort mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Like a table, so it's kind of mm -hmm. cafe-y as sure. well. Sure, yeah, you can absolutely be in one of those. Um... So Claudette will suggest that we stop and sample the hot chocolate. All right. As you are being served some lovely hot chocolate with some lively uh, lively conversation happening around you, kind of giving you a, a little bit of a hiding place amidst the crowd. Do you... I will pull the, the remains of the letter out and very surreptitiously kind of keep it off Mending? the table surface. And... I don't know, because you said it was singed. Would mending fix the... That is clever. Let me, do, let me just reread <laughs> mending real quick. That's good. Because I, I recently it. listened to a podcast where they did this. Mending will fix the paper, not the ink. Usually. That's sort of what I was thinking, yeah. but I wasn't sure. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I, up, I, I think recently it's up to you. Listening to a couple podcasts where they've done that, and they've had to look up this rule. So yeah. Hold on, hold on. Well, I mean, all mending says though. Um, I'm, I'm. Oh, let me let me decide real quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as long as the break or tear repairs a single object or oh, single ob break or tear. Yeah. So. Um, Wait, does it say... Damn it, I shut the book before I read the second half of it. Did it say that it wouldn't... Oh, I... Does it... Let's see. Uh, so, I don't know that it'll regen, like, burnt paper. It might not. Um, it'll re it'll stabilize it, we'll say. Sure. Yeah. I'll say this time it'll, it'll stabilize enough of it that you, uh... Uh, that you, um... Sorry, the chat was confusing me for a second. Um, <laughs> there will be enough going... Uh, casting Mending is going to repair enough of it that you can actually take a look at it. Hmm. So... Looking okay. down, you can see you're written in very crisp handwriting. Do not look to the light. The sun sets and will rise again. Test the girl's metal. VM. Did you share that with me? Am I able to read it as well? Oh yeah, it's under the table, like okay, I was cool. looking at it. Okay, I, I figured, just wanted to make sure. Um, any sort of history, insight, anything to piece to uh, see if I can understand what this means exactly? It's a pretty good code. Um, it's an old code, but it's but it's uh, it's legit. Um, you can make me an insight roll. Sure, that sounds good. Not 20. Are you good? Oh, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I deserve that. Oh, oh, shit. I took the linguist feet. Insight 27. I have code breaking. You true. You do. You do. Okay. 27. 27. And with Claudette's help on code breaking. You will, um... God damn it, that 20. Here we go. Amidst the crowd, you will both kind of piece this together. Do not look to the light. The sun will set and rise again. You think for a moment that do not look to the light. Terranel is the last bastion of imperial control on this coast. The sun sets in the west. The only other major location around here is Kasluxia, to the north. The Castle of Light. You think this might be an order to ignore what's happening at whatever's happening at the light fort the light castle where your brother's posi positioned mm. perhaps there's some type of secret operation perhaps there's something like that the sun will set and rise again though is, is strange you're not Can sure you, exactly sorry, read it for me I do wasn't able to get it down do not look to the light 
The sun sets and will rise again. Test the girl's metal. They seem to be three specific, like different, um, different things. But the first two seem more linked. Okay. So is it saying that ignore what's happening at Kazluxia, the sun? Do hmm. I'm not quite sure what that should mean. It's, like, it, feel, it feels kind of ominous to, when you're looking at it, though. Because my first instinct as a player is to go, is her brother in danger? Like, are they throwing him under the bus to try and groom Claudette into something? He's not specifically mentioned. No. That's true. Or maybe whatever force he's with is to be, like, let, leave them, just leave them to whatever's going to happen. Maybe. Maybe. No real uh, idea, but we also no. know from what you overheard, though, that he supposedly might be being Indeed. promised to the princess. Yeah. So he's kind of valuable to be kept alive, I think, because that would get the uncle more power. True. So I think... We'll work this all out in a very, like, quiet, mm -hmm. hushed, kind of coded conversation. Yeah. Nothing actually said. Mm -hmm. As best we can. And then Claudette's going to destroy the letter. Okay. Sure. Yeah, you can easily do so. Um, and uh, quick conversation with... We should go find the others again. If Talfrin's yeah. there, let's not say anything. Yeah. Um. If he's got a reason to hide, then... We'll let him. You might want to get a glove or something to cover that up, and she'll look meaningfully at the... Oh, I figured I would also talk to him. And express support? I... Hmm. I don't really want to spring anything on him, though. Like, if it comes out later... True. Wouldn't that be worse? I mean, True. I didn't exactly But we don't need to let it. everyone... It done. I'm just saying that maybe not flashing it around. Oh, I know. oh yeah, 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 I know. So he can, yeah. I'm gonna try not to use it. I don't like that. that seems kind of, ugh. Hey, okay. Well, I, I recommend getting gloves, even if they're fingerless ones or something. It might be useful for holding a ones? I'm sure they do. There might be some nice ones for better grips on swords or something. Oh, that's a good idea. And mother would like it because then I would not get calluses as ba badly. Exactly. There. There we go. Okay. All right. All right we, we should, should go. On the way back then. Yes. All right. You pick up some gloves on the way back that match your outfit with a lovely, lovely, um, uh, say a lovely like calfskin leather or something like that. I'm imagining they're tinted the same blue color, like as your uh, as your sweater. I'm thinking the dark blue yep. of like the cape in her. Oh, okay. In the, the art? No, hmm. oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You can easily have those. And before long, the five of you will once again meet up, along with Dirk, uh, back at the inn. It's getting a bit dim outside. You can hear the fireflies um, beginning to buzz around and see them out the side of the window, as well as the cicada here on the coast. Perhaps 
that you've never heard before. Hmm. The cicada, creak, 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 creak. It's a god-awful noise if you've never heard it. It sounds like the grass itself is creaking and coming to life. Hmm. Like the world around you <laughs> needs a spot of oil, Very. Why are the trees screaming? I don't know. I don't like it. I'm used to the city. And Talfrin, what are you and Dirk doing? Just making your way back with everybody else? Being careful? Yeah. Okay. Before long, you'll all be back together. You'll bump into each other in the hallways, actually. As you're heading up the stairs, Claudette will be opening the door to her room. Oh, you made it back all right. Excellent. You did as well. Uh, Do you have a moment? Yes. Oh, thank you. Um, maybe. Do you want to come in for a moment? Of course. Should, should I step out for this? Uh. uh sure. Uh, cool. Leiden, you um. step out into the hallway just in time to bump into Ivy, Dirk, and Vary coming up the stairs um, behind Talfrin. As Talfrin heads into Claudette's room, you will all see Claudette usher Talfrin privately into her room. And Leiden basically step outside and put Closing a sock the door. Closing the door behind. <laughs> um, I'm oh, assuming Leiden's going to stand at the door ah. so that nobody eavesdrops sort of thing. <laughs> Lena, Lena's gonna link an arm through with Ivy if that's the first one who's closest to her and like, you know, height-wise and just be like, let's go have a chat in your room. I guess yes. I'm gonna... Yeah, I, I mean, I... I not to... Are we allowed to... Small party. Yeah, yeah. sure, let's go. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. parties. Let's, let's do it. How, how's... To come, tell me how your day's been. I, I think it sounds like you guys had an interesting day. Hmm. Leiden looks over at the door, keeps go, looks back. Yeah. Interesting day. We'll uh, we'll catch you up later. They need to sort some things out first. Okay. Well, tell us about your day. Someone tried to assassinate a magus. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, let's get inside. Oh, and yeah. she'll. Oh, oh yeah, I'd assume that this would happen, right? Like I would shut the door behind them yeah. and ask okay. about that. Like, yeah, that's cool. not a hallway conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured the door was shut already. We're all sitting on the beds. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, Vary's gonna gonna toss herself onto the couch. Right. So, um, yeah, they uh, the the. Hmm. Uh, How much to assassinate? Someone from trying to figure out, she's like trying to parse how much information she actually wants to share. Um, so you're related to the science academy scientists, right, Ivy? Yes, I work for the Imperial Science Division. Right. Yes. Um, are you familiar with a rogue? Uh, she kind of glances over at the others in the room and she's just like, oh, fuck it, we're all in this together at this point. Um, uh, a rogue alchemist named Dr. Utker? Yes, actually. I... I've been sent to deal with her and her displacer beasts. Right, so I think there's more than just displacer beasts because she sent someone 
who she'd experimented on to assassinate the Magus Corto. And so in Claudette and I have, well, mainly Claudette, have been tasked to go and retrieve her head on behalf of the Imperial Mages. Uh, I've also been given that task on behalf of the Imperial Science Division. Do you have to bring back the head? Specifically the head, yes. I was requested to drop it on the doctor's desk. Well, I mean, really, if you both need to bring a head back, why don't you just split it in two with a sword? If that's how you kill the doctor, then you you have half the head each. So do you both need head, or can you just, like, go and bring it to one person and then the other? No, they both need head. Can you... So you can't just share the head around? I I don't know. I don't know if the magus will will want to keep it. And I I'm I must bring back that head. Yes. So we can I feel like at least at this point we can work together and then figure out that part. Maybe once Claudette and Telfrin have sorted out. Yeah, we can even play a game for it. We can see who has the best head game. I mean, oh yeah, I heard how that sounded. You'd like that a lot, wouldn't you, Derek? Sh- shut up! I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, what kind of, what, okay, I, I, Ivy's not too bright. What kind of roll could I make to see if she's figured it out? You can make me an insight roll. Make me an insight <laughs> roll. Like, cool. Mean, meanwhile, Vary is on the couch, laying on how her stomach. How drunk does Vary look? <laughs> oh, she, she looks like she Vary's looks so hammered. drunk, this room doesn't even have a couch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like, like, she, on insight. She, she's laying there. She's, she's on laying her in a flower like, pot, being yeah. like, "This is a couch." <laughs> you know, with with her with her ha- head supported with her, by her hands like this, and her, and her uh, feet, you know, going back and forth in the air. Like she is pretty drunk. Uh, Ivy with an eleven, you'll eventually catch up. Okay, so like a couple minutes later. <laughs> Took a minute, but you got there eventually. What? You seem to have had a lot more pleasant afternoon, day. I I bought a gun. I got swords. That's nice. Very and nice, nice. Met I watched a seat. woman die. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we we yeah we saw that too. Yeah. What happened? Well, Zeke retrieved an heirloom. Yeah. Zeke got his property back. Zeke. Zeke. You know that guy Zeke. we saw on the platform? You know, the one that you asked for directions? The one who seemed intent on killing someone? That yeah, one. that was it. Yeah, he did. He did. Yes. It shot her right in the throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite impressive. I knew he was dangerous. Jeez. Oh, incredibly so. Definitely Oof. would not want to get on his bad side. Okay. Uh, right. Let's try and avoid him in the future. Actually, he seemed pretty nice overall. Oh, yeah. Lovely she, she She had, like, stolen from him, and yeah. so he was getting his property back, and she tried to kill him, so he shot her first. Yeah. It was like... I mean, overall, it seemed... I suppose that makes sense, at least. Hmm. I mean, they were having, like, a showdown, so it was like, one of them wasn't going to make it. And then Ivy distracted him, and it didn't matter because he was looking at he was looking at us when when he actually pulled it was a beautiful shot, 
mm-hmm. but yeah, he he was retrieving his property basically. Sure. What do you? Yeah. Okay. Um. Kind of girly still... names for guns, though. Like I thought what? the guns were supposed to have like like big badass names like Doombringer. How many guns have you even seen? Um. Well, I mean, there's one right there. Points at Varys' gun. She, well, she'll, she'll pick up and, and, and... Well, maybe and not while you're drinking! Very, very... It's not loaded, obviously. I'm not that dumb. Okay. It is super loaded, very. <laughs> it is always loaded now. You made it that way. Can Leiden's gonna gently reach and be like, and take it out of Varys' hand and just be like, I'm gonna put it on the ground on the, like, next to you, okay? okay. So what are you gonna okay. name it? I don't know yet. Probably What'd something you name cute. It Dirk. <laughs> I mean, why would I? No, I mean, a Dirk's a knife. I. What? Never Sorry, mind. Is that what you asked? Is that? Yeah, I said, what would you name it? Oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's kind of small. I, I don't know. Starflower. Seems like a very type of thing. I don't know. That's actually really cute. Starshine. Shooting star. Shooting star. <laughs> oh my god, that's adorable, actually. That's, that's good, Dirk. Thanks. There you go. See? Guns yeah. don't have to be named something ridiculous. It just it just got me weird. Like, mm-hmm. Rose and Thorn? Well, who knows? Did he name them? Were they his? Um, he said they were, yeah, he said they were heirlooms. They were made of this weird kind of green metal. Yeah, it was really, really interesting, actually. Have I ever heard of green metal? What kind of gun that would be? Yeah, sure. You make me, make me a history roll. I doubt it, but... <laughs> Here comes oh, another well. nat 20. It's not. It's not. But if it's a history roll, it's a 17. I mean, there are all sorts of special metals. Like, I mean, green metal? That sounds like something Faye touched. Mm, okay. It doesn't sound like an earthly metal. Um, but it could be something just kind of like a green version of Orihalcon. It could also just be a tinted metal. Like, that's sure. really easy to do. Mm-hmm. Something with a bit of, um, it could have, like, um, what would that be, copper put into it to give it a greenish hue? Mm-hmm. There, are, there are quite a few different compounds that you can do to make that. But if yeah. it's magical, who knows? Mm-hmm. She'll just mentally tuck that information away in her in her mind. And, yeah. Um, so, that's the main thing. I suppose we'll be heading off to Cordest. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. You guys are coming with us? Oh, yeah. Seems like. Fantastic. So why are they having a conversation? I'll leave that to them to sort out their um, business. Okay. And meanwhile, (laughs) as you say that, we pass through (laughs) the wall and into... across the wall into the room where Claudette has motioned Talfrin into her bedroom. What do you do? Um. Yeah, so. I was not expecting that. Um. Yes, I would appreciate it if you didn't tell the others. There's no need to No, 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 that, that, yeah. Leiden and I had already discussed that we weren't going to say anything. Um. Good. It's best fewer people know than... Of than course, just... of course. I understand. Um, I find quite... The... The slavery... Slavery is quite... 
uncivilized. That's how I've, they put it. I've never... I've never liked encountering it. Um, so I want, I want to assure you that I won't use such against you. Um, and if you are willing, I would like to continue employing and traveling with you. Uh, but I do want you to know, I, I feel like if you found this out down the road that this would be an absolutely nasty surprise and would be very upset. Okay. Um, so, Magis Corto did this. I did not know what it was. She offered me a gift, took my hand, and cut the ruin into it. I want to promise you I won't use it. She'll um, show the mark to you. Okay, how close? At that point. How close do you think we are together? Um, I'm thinking probably five feet apart. Okay, I think he'd probably, if if it's like close enough to him, I think he'd probably instinctively slap the hand no, away. No, she's gonna kind of just just okay. show it and then pull <laughs> the glove back over it. Okay, perfect. I got you. And I, I, I understand see. that you don't know me well enough to trust, but I hope to prove. Right. Um, yes. But I wanted you to know. Thank you. Thank you. I, I strive for honesty. That's a that's a good quality, I hear. We've been tasked with hunting down the person who sent that assassin. Um, it's in the same place that we think it's in the same same place that Ivy's going. It sounds like so. Potentially, we could all still travel together. That's. That sounds like a good plan. Thank you for telling me. Okay. By the way, Magic Cordo is. Ugh. That's also one way to put it. <laughs> you. I would not say anything out loud in the city. I feel like that would be a mistake. We can, uh, Shall we join the others? Let's. With that. And she will open her door and <laughs> show Talfren out and try and figure out where the others went. She'll probably hear, like, the high-pitched giggling of Vary <laughs> or something in the other room. Seems oh, like yeah. <laughs> you'll definitely be able to hear that in the next room over. And with that, you'll be able to head over and rejoin your party. The mood breaks a bit as, um... You'll, you'll basically approach the door when you hear, so what are they in there talking about? And Leiden says, oh, I'll let them tell you. Basically, you'll hear that through the door as you're approaching. Claudette will kind of look at Talfrin, put a little finger over her lips and shake her head. <laughs> he'll just nod. And with that, your party Shall rejoins. Mm-hmm. The door isn't locked, and you're able to enter. Oh, that was awfully quick. It was just a quick conversation. Yeah. Quickie. Everything sorted? Yeah. Absolutely. Good. Right, well, um, I was just filling them in on 
that we will be joining them on the way down to Cordust. Oh, excellent. I just need to make a stop at the telescope tomorrow. Well, depending on when the train leaves for Cordust, we might have plenty of time to wait for you. Well, didn't they say that we that we ride down instead? Sorry? Didn't they say that we ride down to Cordust? I'm trying to remember now. It's been two weeks. Um, it definitely the train service there is awful. Mm. Yeah, so it's a much less common. There is there is a train that can go there, but mm, riding will get you there faster. Okay. Mm. Okay. Then how about we? Uh, where was the telescope again? I, that's it's here in town, or oh no, it's just south of town. It's on it's on route to Cordust. Okay, it was a couple hours out of town. I wouldn't mind yeah. actually stopping by and. It shouldn't take very long. Telescope. Seems interesting. Well, I mean, if it's on the way, might as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some sightseeing done before business. Yeah. Or oh, that sounds great to me. With that, you have a relaxing rest of your evening. You all gather up your things, prepare yourself for the next day. The tavern owner is actually quite good at her job and is able to set you up with a carriage that will drive you over. Uh, Whether or not um, it's a little bit more to basically employ someone to drive you there, um, uh, but it's... uh, Actually, hold on, let me think about this. Because technically, if you're... No, because you'd have to buy it whole out. So basically, it's cheaper to pay someone to take you than it is mm. to buy the buy the stuff, for sure. So if you want to do that, um, it's up to you. Uh, buying a um, buying a, uh, a carriage and horses is going to run you most of your budget otherwise. Um, but just transit down there will probably cost you about... Mm, it's about... Probably about... 25 gold for the lot of you to get transit down there. Uh, and that includes a stop over at the light, uh, pardon me, at the uh, observatory on top of Mount Presidio. Are we able to use that out of the writ that we were given, or did we use... Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Basically, consider it a traveler's check. You can have it mm-hmm. marked down and cashed for, for coin at any place. It's okay. just safer this way. Cause so nobody 25 can... gold total, basically, mm-hmm. was the... okay. This is just a nice way because nobody can use it but you. Right. Is anybody doing anything before they go to bed tonight? I'm just kind of having a chill night, having some good halfling food, which sticks to your ribs, especially those of you who paid for the double portions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think in, uh, when they go head to bed, Leiden's going to check in with Claudette again and just make sure that the conversation did go well and see if there's anything that... Yes, it seemed to. Mm. I imagine it will probably take a while before um, trusted, but hmm. maybe I should casually flash that I don't have anything on my hands. Um, I don't know that it'll matter. No. Hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. With that, you all spend a decent night and drift off to sleep safe in your beds for the first time in a while. Sleep is not necessarily a pleasant thing for everyone, though. And as you drift off, Ivy,
The room that you awake in is dark and cold. The door is huge and looming overhead. Several times your height. Everything is so large here and you are so very, very small. You can feel the chill of the cell beneath your bare feet. The tattered tunic clinging to your body is it's not sized for you. It's a man's shirt that you wear like a dress all the way down to your ankles. It's gray and dingy and threadbare and scratches at you and you hate it. It smells like piss and dirt. The door opens. Light floods into the room silhouetting the man in the coat. can't see his eyes, but the reflection of light through his glasses is bright. Have you learned your lesson? His voice rumbles. Yes, doctor. Do you know why we do this? Yes. You are very important. Never forget how important you are in the grand scheme. You are one of my first successes. I care for you very much, Six. You are valuable, but only as valuable as you allow yourself to be to the Empire. Ones like you the Horned Ones. You were built by the gods originally as servants. Do you know that? The first tieflings were born from the thoughts of the dark and maligned gods. Servants to work in the shadows, to do the gods' will bound to darkness and shadow so that should they die or fail they can be brought back easily to repeat you are important six just like your sisters But do not forget. And he crouches down until he is your height. And he puts a hand on your shoulder and pinches your arm between his strong thumb and fingers. If you ever betray me, 
with the Empire. We can always just make another. You'll hear a bell ringing further down the hall. Ding, 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 ding. Breakfast! Everyone come down! It's breakfast time! It's morning! <laughs> come on, before it gets cold! Nobody wants cold oatmeal. It's about the worst thing in the world. I'm going to roll a check, uh, a con check to see how various feelings. I would like that. Oh... Oh, wait, no, I actually have a good con. Uh, 14? I mean, you definitely need some electrolytes. You're <laughs> you're going to be like, do you have sunglasses? Uh, no, but she does wear... Uh, I don't know where mine are right now, but she does... She carries her goggles uh, with her. You're going to discover one unfortunate thing this morning, my friend. The goggles. They do nothing. And with that, you all begin to wake and head out. Ivy probably skips breakfast. She's going to write a letter instead. She's going to stay up good. In, in the room and just say she's not feeling well. You all have breakfast and start gearing up your things. Toward the end of it, uh, Dirk slips out. And as you're writing a letter, you'll hear... Hello? Ivy? Yes. Hey, you you missed breakfast. So, um I figured I, I saw you I saw you eat meat, I saw you eat potatoes, so I made you uh, a Dirk special. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it in the hall, okay? I'm just gonna like glance down at the letter. Actually Do you mind coming inside for a second? Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 sure, uh, um, hold on, um, I wish I had more of a butt. You'll hear, and then the door will kind of, like, go open, you'll see he's opened it with his hip and butt, uh, and he's carrying, like, a tray of food, as well as a beverage in his hand. I just realized I could have set this down. Um, and he walks inside, and you see that he's kind of made you kind of like a McGriddle. Like oh! a pair of a pair of waffles oh! with some potatoes and sausage and egg patties in it. Oh. And uh, I wasn't sure. So like this is like this is some like I think it's mildly alcoholic grape juice, or it's just old. I can't tell. They all smell the same after a while, really. Uh-huh. Good role playing on Robin, not commenting on that. It's fine. It's okay. fine. I, I'm actually too distracted by the fact that Dirk's then, made her breakfast that I didn't even then, hear what you said. And then <laughs> apple juice. I have apple juice here. And, and I mean, like, water. Here. And he'll set it down on the little table. What's up? She's, like, nervous. She's super... You see, she's like, she's, like, kind of, like, looking down at her feet. And she's gonna kind of... She's gonna pull out the letter. And she's just gonna kind of look at it and not look at Dirk. And one second while I forgot to open up Word because <laughs> I wrote Dirk a letter during the week. Do, we do you want to read it or do you want to send it in chat? Um. Is it a is it a secret letter for Dirk or is the chat going to know? No, the chat can know because okay. it's really kind of cute. Um. Oh. Yeah. It's real fucking cute. Why? Word. Word, where are you? Why didn't I have all this? Have this not prepped? Okay, anyways. I think I memorized most of it because um, I wrote it. 
And she's gonna kind of look and she's gonna say, right, let me get back to Ivy's voice. <clears throat> Dirk. Yeah? I, I don't know how to say this properly. Oh, I mean. What you did, she's reading, she's not listening to him at all. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's she's like reading from a letter, like someone yeah, that's yeah. like nervously prepped from a thing. So she's like, if he says anything, she's just not listening. Okay. Um, I don't know how to say this quite properly. I'm not like most people. I've had a strange upbringing, and I've been taught to see people's weaknesses and use them to my advantage to get what I need, whether that be information or other things. I've been taught how to control people using force or appearance, and I get what I want from them. I don't know what has come over me since I've left the city, but your acts of kindness, I don't want them to be because I'm manipulating you. Because I think I have what I've only read about in stories from my books growing up is what some people might call a crush on you. I like you, Dirk. Wait. Did you just say Dirk? Yes. I, I don't think that's how you spell like Talfren or, or Zeet or or any of the girls' names. I think you might have written my name by accident. <laughs> I didn't. No one has offered something to me without expecting something in return. At least I hope you didn't expect anything when you gave that gold. I'll happily pay you back when I get the money, but it seems like a gesture of good kindness, and I'm not used to kindness. And I'm conflicted about this. You shouldn't be. Um, You deserve kindness. Everybody does. You're... I didn't expect anything back, Ivy. I just wanted to help you. The fact that you're a complete knockout is probably a side... We probably helped, but I mean, you know. Um, I guess... I, I Look, I, I don't... I... I learned a long time ago that the only person that I can control uh, in the world is me. 
and even if you were manipulating me or controlling me, I wouldn't have done anything different. I don't want to manipulate you. I don't want to control you. I want to get to know you. I like that. I'm kind of, um, a little worried you might not like what you see underneath, but, um. I promise you, you probably haven't done anything worse than what I've done. I'm a monster. I'm a I'm not deserving of your kindness. I'm important to my job, but that's about it. I have been raised that way. But the distance has kind of showed me that maybe there's a possibility of something more. And I don't know how to deal with that. I'm afraid of heights. I, I try not to be, um, but when I was a kid, I fell in with a gang and we did a lot of second story work third story work and fourth story work I actually broke my leg really bad falling off the fourth story of a building one time when we were um, trying to uh, rob I think one of Claudette's cousins actually I mean I, I didn't know Claudette back then but I'm pretty sure all those nobles are connected that way so I'm really uh, I'm afraid of being high up um, that's why I actually like staying at halfling places because I always feel like I'm high up without actually being high up. <laughs> um, but I never stopped doing second story work because um, my brother and I had to eat. And sometimes, you know, people come home early. And I guess I just figured that, like, I'm afraid of heights, but when it comes down to it, if you're feeling conflicted, you might as well just jump because it's better than the alternative. You know, like hesitating is going to hurt more than jumping most of the time. And even if it hurts, you know, my leg's better now. As he says, even as it hurts, she'll kind of like kind of touch her, her scar a little bit. Um, but at that, she kind of, she'll, she'll lead in him and give him a kiss on the cheek. And smack his ass with her tail. Whoa! Hold on, I tried to roll a dice and I actually flipped it. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna yelp, he got a five on that. Well, you should enjoy your meal. Um. I'm afraid of the dark.
Okay, then I guess at the next opportunity, let's climb something tall at night and see how we do. Sounds good. Let's not let anybody else know about this, though, because they won't shut up, especially Tal. No. No. Like, no. like they'll just ruin... He'll just kind of, like, reach up and kind of, like, fold your hand around the letter. Me too. <laughs> She'll, uh, like, awkwardly, like, no, not know what to do. She's kind of just standing there, so as like, you, as, as she kind of, like, looks down at her feet, um, he's going to just kind of quickly, like, lean in, and he's going to give you the pet kiss, or, like, the, the cheek kiss, uh, and then is going to go... I'm going to go before they see that because it'll be our secret for now. Yes. And uh, he will scoot out of the room as quickly and awkwardly. <laughs> Actually, that's a 17. That's not terribly. Oh, he's going to kind of just like. She'll, as he's leaving, she will check out Dirk for the, like the f first time properly. You she'll, know what? She'll, he's, she'll watch as he goes he's away. like, he's got. He doesn't have as much of a butt as you probably like, but honestly, for a small guy, he's pretty wiry. Like he's got some muscle to him from climbing buildings and doing. He's got. He's basically got like a runner's body. Okay. Um, probably a bit from sparring with Talfrin too, right? There's oh yeah, he's starting to build up his shoulders a bit from that, and yeah. you have him doing push-ups. Um, so as he heads out into the hallway, uh, he who would be coming back to the room before everybody else? Leiden actually was kind of wonder, worried about Ivy not having breakfast and was thinking about checking on her. You're such so, a mom. <laughs> so as you come up carrying a McGriddle. <laughs> no, like no, a, she wouldn't bring, she wouldn't actually bring food, but she'd check first and be like, hey. Uh, so Dirk passes you on the stairs and uh, can oh. you give me an insight roll? What's your passive insight actually? My passive insight is 15. Ooh, or no, his sorry. Uh, 17, I think. Yeah. Uh, he is going to bump into you by accident on this very tight halfling stairwell. Oh. And, oops, sorry. Shoulder hand out to stabilize. And you okay? He, yeah. Uh, doing, 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 doing. Um, I have a quick question. Uh, does Ivy wear any cosmetics? Does she uh, wear lipstick? Or... Yeah, she probably wears bare minimum lipstick. There is a, as you glance up, you are the perfect height because to see a smudge on his <laughs> cheek that is the same color as Ivy's probably like plum or purple lipstick. Yeah. And he's probably, if he's acting kind of dazed. Oh, he is kind of, he's a little red. Right. I'm and then gonna... she's going to keep walking. <laughs> Look over her shoulder a little bit and be like, and she'll knock on Ivy's door if it's closed. She better not get a crush on me, too. <laughs> hey, Ivy? Yes? It she kind of, like, put the letter kind of, like, down her pants or something <laughs> like that to hide it. Just, like, fuck it behind the waistband. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Um, hey, uh, I just wanted to check on you. Are you okay? And I, I didn't sleep well. No? 
Um, Dirk brought me breakfast. She's saying this from the other side of the door, so her face is going through like a whole bunch of several different expressions of like. Oh, she'll open the door if Lita knocked. So she'll open yeah. it to your. Okay. Diddy now! Yes. He. Insight? Bre <laughs> breakfast. Uh, sure, you can make an insight roll. I'm spending my inspiration for the night. It's probably a great idea. <laughs> Leiden is such a gossip. She's, she's such a, a gossip. It's almost like she's a spy. That's funny, baby! <laughs> uh, yeah, Ivy has a purple flush right across her nose. And you'll see that there's like a like kind of like a half crumpled folded leather letter in her hand that sure looks like a speech. Just like like probably like a le le like a like Dear uh, Dirk. Dear Dirk in the corners. <laughs> Dear Dirk. Oh. It's like you're seeing this like Sherlock Holmes putting together all the pieces. Huh. Well, if you're feeling good, that's um I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that you had some breakfast. Um we're getting ready to head out. Thank you. Sorry for apparently causing everyone concern. I just, I didn't have the best sleep. So I just decided to uh, skip yeah. breakfast and do well, some writing. Hey, hey, it's all good. At least you're not deal. I was just worried that you were anything like very. I no. don't think she's opened her eyes properly yet. <laughs> She did have quite it's a really lot to funny. drink at, at the bar with Z. The, he he didn't like the bourbon, so he gave his two fingers of bourbon to her as well. So I'd be surprised if she wasn't this morning. She she's probably just like three quarters asleep, like shoving McGregor into her <laughs> that's face. Honestly, what I'm imagining is just like not opening uh, eyes, just like uh, just like uh, uh, I'm so uh, hungover. Just doing shots of syrup, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you like don't have the energy to put the syrup on the pancakes. So you eat the pancake and then just pour the syrup onto the mess. Yeah. Yeah, it's, basically. Just, it's it's a sight. So I just wanted to make sure you were doing okay as well. I or am better. Thank you. That's I'm, good. Pat I'm, on shoulder. I'm glad you're doing well. Thank you. And she's just gonna turn and head back downstairs. I was hey. gonna do like a little bit like of a, a weird kind of as she goes back, she kind of like a little tiny little baby spring in her step as she goes back to like, get ready. Nice. Hey. Hey Claudette. 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 What? what? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think Ivy has a thing for Dirk. We missed so much yesterday! I mean, she kind of seemed that way on the train. I know, but like, for real, real. Okay. Like, Dirk had like a little smudge on his cheek, like. Oh, come on, this is fantastic. <laughs> what if we can get them like actually properly together after all this? Wouldn't that be fantastic? Wait, where's Salfrin? Hold on.
so good. Um, are you downstairs at the table, yeah. sir? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, so. she's like, he's probably she's like whispering right into, into Claudette's ears, like, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just being your girl talk, so I don't care. Yeah. Telfrin? Telfrin? Mm, yes. I have yes. to ask you, a, she looks up at the stair, at the stair, we'll make sure that that Ivy's not coming down and looks around to see where Dirk is, if Dirk is still in the building. Uh, Dirk went back, actually, Dirk is downstairs getting more juice. Right. So, what kind of. Um, how do you think Dirk would treat a woman well? Uh. <clears throat> yes? Oh, where is this coming from? He took Ivy breakfast. Yes, he's quite considerate. Yeah, considerate doesn't get you a. Okay, sure, whatever. Fine, fine, fine. And, you know, <clears throat> yes. he, he, I think he might have a little crush. Yeah, and he got a kiss out of it. No. On the cheek, there's some smudge. There was a smudge. It was, it was. As you turn around, you're going, uh, Dirk kind what of like looks it? back at the table. You're going to see just the outline of a lip on his, <laughs> the side of his cheek, clear as day in the sun that's coming down through one of the skylights. I think uh, Talfrin will probably have been drinking some juice and will probably uh, try to stealthily just, he'll cough, he'll like cough. Trying to cough, like. <clears throat> trying to not <clears throat> react. You okay, buddy? Um, Need some napkins? Leiden's gonna make a motion <clears throat> on her cheek like this, looking at Dirk. <coughs> <clears throat> See if he figures it out. She's like, He starts rubbing the wrong cheek. Cheek. <laughs> you can hear well, the anyway. oh shit under his breath across the room. I think so at then, some point Ivy's gonna walk down after if they're still having breakfast. So anyway, um, she turns back down to Telephone and, Cla and Claudette. Shh. I think they want to keep it a secret. Uh, at this point, most of us. I mean, at this point, no. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that we know. Very is asleep at the table. Dirk's <laughs> Except this one. No, <laughs> tell for no point to Very. <laughs> In any case, no. Dirk is. He, he's he's a fine he's a fine man. Um, bit too. A bit too honest, and a bit too, a bit too good, but yes, he would he would treat someone very well. And uh, as you're saying that, you're facing away from the front door as you're eating, and you'll hear a voice kind of echo across the room. <laughs> Unlike some people. You hear a low, feminine voice full of a bit of gruff echo over your shoulder. Hey, Talfrin. You hear this voice say again. Do you look over your shoulder? No, but he'll say, yes, Mira. Okay. Uh, no, this isn't Mira. Yeah. Uh, Mira. 
No, not the not mirror. If he would remember, he would remember. Um, uh, actually, if he wait. Knows. Wait, is it? Yeah, I guess it is Mira. Is Mira the character from the first episode, or did you just pull that out? Oh no, no, Mira was from. Um, hasn't shown up yet. Oh, that's right. If that's they're right. going to. Mm-hmm. One moment. Let me just check Mira's stats real quick. One second. I have Tira. I need Talfron, Mira. <laughs> I guess. Oh, Mira Rosk. Is Mira Rosk a half orc? I don't think I actually figured that out. Is she? Or decided. Sure. All right. <clears throat> then like. Then you say Mira. <laughs> So you do remember me. Of course. And at that point, he'll turn around. What's your armor class? Uh, 17. Cool. Uh, she's going to punch you in the face. Cool. Uh, you're going to take... Uh, it's going to be it. three points of damage from a punch. Uh, it's going to knock you kind of like off the stool. And everybody's going to suddenly like... The lively crowd is going to be like... Claudette's going to shriek a little. and I think at this moment, this is what Ivy walks down the stairs. Like, kind of uh, you are going to see... Back and, uh, you oh. are going to see quite a tall, uh, leggy half-orc um, looking down over Talfrin. Uh, and by leggy, I'm, she's quite tall. She is tall on the half-orc scale. How tall is she, Talfrin? Uh, tall on the half-orc scale? Yeah. Five. Five. 10? 510. Cool. Sorry, I was looking up. I can never find the, the random like race height quick enough. I have no idea. I just pulled that Okay. out of nowhere. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's for Skoom. She's going to reach down and grab you by the scruff of your, your collar. And this is hello. And then she's going to stick her tongue down your throat. <laughs> uh, Which actually hurts a little, not just because your lips are swollen from the punch, but yeah. also because her tusks, like her little tiny tusks, are kind of battering against your now swollen bloody lip. Familiar, familiar sensation, though. So uh, he'll, he'll, let, he'll let it happen. And she'll pull away and kind of grin at you. And over your shoulder, you can hear, <clears throat> Oh, I see you've met your driver. Mm, so that's how it is. Good to see you again. Good to see Bye. you too. You. Nice to meet you too. At, at this point, Vary's going to like kind of wake up a little bit, shove the second half of a McGriddle in her face and be like, are we leaving yet? <laughs> Ivy's gonna be like a little, still a little like blush on her face. She like so she's seen like the kiss. She's gonna be like, Audit's gonna share a look with Leiden and just be like, "What have we gotten ourselves into?" <laughs> sort of look. Like Leiden's face just grin. What are these people? <laughs> you're brilliant. You're a pretty little angel, she says, looking across the table right at Leiden. <laughs> I think this is gonna be a fun trip. Audette's going to raise an eyebrow at Leiden. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, Leiden. What do I do? 
flirted back before. I've seen you do that. She, she's not going to keep it quiet at all. <laughs> okay. Good what are you talking about? What do you do? But she's so tall. You're our driver? So? Don't worry. Usually they're not tall. She's like three times taller than I am. And worth every penny, she says. Carriage is waiting outside, lords, ladies. Calvin. I am certainly no lady, but... Oh, don't put it beside yourself, Horny. I'm sure you're quite a lady. Funny. An angel on one side of me, a devil on the other. Hmm. Oh no, Amira, play nice. exactly what I intend to do. Shall we? She says, gesturing out to the carriage, waiting outside of the hotel. I hear you need to get to an observatory. Weather's coming in bad. We should head out soon. That the, the rabbit that has been chilling on the table kind of just takes flight with a pancake, pancake in, in its mouth and heads towards the door. Uh, wait, don't leave. Uh, and Barry will stumble behind it. <laughs> Your friends are weirder than last time. <laughs> she says over to Talfrin and then turns uh, and heads over to the carriage. Claudette's going to rise and swan out like the noble she is. <laughs> All right. And with that, you head over and prepare your trip down south. With a lot of tea being spilled, and so uh, <laughs> and even the drama bomb of an ex-girlfriend. Everybody's getting some on this trip. Um, <laughs> all right, and with that, why don't we call game there? We'll do this again next Friday. Sounds good. All right, all right. you guys got an angel fight. You got uh, you got stuff. You got stuff. <laughs> You're hanging out with Zeet. Um, I did way more plot drops than you have any idea even because I use coded language when I do it. And, uh, <laughs> aha! Um, and maybe even Shirthus showed up. You don't know. We don't know. You don't know who Shirthus is. Alright, so that's going to be know. that's gonna be for night. Also, I use the drama bomb where someone's spent a drama bomb. I'm like, oh, I can't really do anything with a drama bomb to like enhance this scene unless I have an ex show up because I haven't decided <laughs> who the driver is. So I quickly sent a message to the group and I was like, have Leiden or Claudette dated? Because I feel like Vary's Vary's too easy for this. Like that's just too easy. Vary was gonna be my backup. Yeah, because like, Vary's yeah. dated like the entire like entirety of the of the entire. <laughs> she she's been a port for the entire navy. Um, yeah, like, like oh she she's Lord. she's dated everybody. So it was like. Whereas eh. I feel like Claudette probably hasn't, or at the very least, she's been gently flirted with in like the Regency era style. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, it might have been something that happened to Leiden during some downtime, and I figure tall woman is something Amy can never say no to. <laughs> because I, before I rolled this up, I, I have a chart here for random NPCs just in case I need to make somebody, and I'm like, okay. So I rolled half orc, female, bisexual, and I'm like, well, I have a. <laughs> Hey, a, it's Tia. Oh, the oh, role. No! Oh my God, it the role is? players! I was just about to raid you guys. 
Oh, oh my no. god! I have you pulled up in a side window. I was just about to raid you. Uh, so yeah. hello everybody. Uh, so that's gonna be the end of our game tonight. Don't go anywhere, Twitch. God. We're gonna talk more later. But if you're watching this on YouTube, <laughs> thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we hope to see you next time. <sighs> Bye everybody. The Reign of Emerys is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Claudette Belmont, Amy Godfrey as Leiden Ann Marov, Caitlin Vinkel as Talfrin Prideri, Robin Holford as Ivy, and Katrina McGee as Veritrix Soulstar. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. Our opening theme is Resolution by Alexander Nakarada, and our closing theme is Find Them, also by Alexander Nakarada. For a full list of the music used in this episode, check the show notes below. To learn more about the world that Reign of Emerys is set in, check out our wiki or visit our Discord where there's plenty of information to go around. Thanks for supporting this podcast. If you like what we do here and would like to help Dork Tales grow, leave a five-star review, share us with your friends, and leave a comment below. And hey, while we're talking about people who support Dork Tales, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with our Patreon producers. Our royal producer, Shulton the World Builder. Our divine producer, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful. Our demonic producers, Jade the Maker of Monsters, and Bracarius, our fun but evil Funkle. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, aka James Bododge, Eolus the Forever Cleric, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, and The Traveler. Our level 20 heroes, Jan Clark, who's my, my mom, Bob Kessler, who's along for the ride, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, and Chef Aladeth. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro the Straw Hat Devil, George Sibley, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundehoof, Professor Multiverse, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Brady Chester, and Heavy Metal and Tea are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Mike Baxter, first of his name, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the Siege FX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, United Adventure Company, Robin Holford, the wine master, SM Pace, Hillary, Colin Son, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Doctor Who 4189, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Kara Rett, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Arachnikonikoni, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, Michael Reynolds, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Confounded Hound, Jeremy Smith, 5280DTC Nerd, Lockgen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Chris Deeds, Karasha Urquhart, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Malazang, Clay, Andrew Wolf, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Marcel, The Dixon Three, Ash Wolf, Loscrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Empath Naga, Gaming Hyper Panda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, Raven with Bobbles, Johan Fault, Owls, and Bartold. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Caitlin, Batran, Just Andy, EJ, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Creax, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Chris Blog, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, The Crazy Goblin, Jacob Embry, Matt B., Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, and Robin Barton. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dork Tales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.